Vroom vroom, motherfuckers. What's going on? <laughs> Welcome to Radiovania Prevents. Prevents? Oh, we prevent. are we preventing something We're there? preventing it. No, Radiovania presents FastCast. This is Radiovania spinoff coverage of the Fast and the Furious franchise. I am your host, John Swansong Parker, and sitting across from me through Cypher's computer hacking abilities is my dear friend and fellow race enthusiast. Zachary Rotello. Zach, how's it going? No one likes a tuna here. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> no one likes tuna with the crust cut off? Tuna, <laughs> need to... no crust. Okay, so if you come up this weekend, we're making tuna melts with the crust cut off, right? Absolutely. We're, what is we're that drinking nothing but Coronas. Yeah. Starkist. Yeah, Star nothing but Coronas, tuna. nothing but tuna. It's going to be great. Tuna on wheat, melt mm. it, cut off the crusts, Coronas. Um, Those tuna sandwiches are awful. Yeah, but I eat them every time. Oh, <laughs> so cute. All right, <laughs> Well, we are. We made it, dude. We made, we made it to it. the almost finish line. We definitely we made, made it. it just under the wire for our <laughs> yeah. coverage. This might be cast. this might be the most cut knit close that this podcast has ever been in the history of the show. We timed it out perfectly. But yeah. this is this is our in review series for all the Fast and the Furious movies. And today we are talking about F9 colon the Fast Saga which was the last entry into the Fast and Furious movies until this weekend, May 19th, 2023, the year of our Lord Vin Diesel. Uh, Fast X comes out Big this weekend. Vin. Zach, Zach, hype meter. How you feeling about Fast oh X coming God. out this week? Okay, we so... just saw Guardians two weeks ago. Barely. Uh, we're, I'm riding a high. Half, yeah. I'm riding a high. Oh, also, so I realized that I didn't have my microphone change the settings since we did the podcast for Guardians, so I was I was on two directional. Do I sound any better right now? You do. I do sound better. Yeah, but you didn't sound terrible before because okay. you're closer. Yeah. Got it. Um, yeah, hype level. Holy moly, man. Uh, so let me tell you what. The, so early screeners have started happening. And so people on social media are starting to like comment about the The review embargo hasn't lifted, so review outlets have not been able to review the movie yet. But people on Twitter, social media are starting to react to the early screenings. Uh, and I got to say, man, I saw one tweet where someone said, I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to hype it up too much. I don't oh, yeah. want to hype it This is much. the franchise that can't be over underhyped, in my opinion. But okay. what did they saw, say? I saw someone tweet out and they said, Fast and Furious fans, this is our Infinity War. And I, really, <laughs> I read that while I was on. <laughs> I read that when I was going to the bathroom this morning and I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps on my arms and I was like, let's fucking go. I'm so excited. <laughs> Bring me Thanos. <laughs> and I and I thought about. I was like, oh my god, what does that mean? What what could that possibly mean? The, the time travel. Chances of time travel. They're going through the roof. I, I said it before. Is just I'll an say end it game. Again. No for no remake of Endgame. Yep. <laughs> yep. They would like Josh Brolin secret cameo post credit scene. I'm ready for it, man. I don't know what yeah. we're in for, but I'm ready for it. Yeah, for sure. Well, I will say definitely after you and I watched F9 a couple a week and a half ago, two weeks at this point, um, my hype couldn't be any higher for the newest installment of the franchise. Go, I feel like F9 for me, I, we're going to talk about our thoughts here in a little bit, but with such a breath of fresh air after like eight and Hobbs and Shaw, not that I didn't like those movies, but they just felt very like tonally different from from. Uh, sure. five six and seven which we we both really enjoy and and f9 felt like more of a return to form so 
pretty excited to talk about with you pretty excited to see fast x this weekend summer movie season is in high gear it is here baby it's I'm, here. I'm already behind i want to see blackberry i want to see fool's paradise i want to see this you know super mario just came out streaming so do you, see, do you see those reviews on fool's paradise no are they bad ouchie wow wow i'm so yeah. sorry charlie day i want to so i'm gonna still support him i'll go i'll yeah, watch i'm gonna, it, I'm gonna but... see it yeah that it's uh, got a it's got like a fat like 13 percent on rotten tomatoes oh really <laughs> yeah apparently it's not very good <laughs> and i'm really bummed because like i wanted that movie to be good it's a it's a i love you know me man i love movies about movies and uh it charlie pair up charlie day in a movie about movies about him, like with him directing i'm in i'm sold and it's just a bummer that it's apparently not like the bee's knees you're frozen i wonder if any of this audio is getting yeah, so you know me, I love movies uh, about making movies, and so it was a bummer for me to hear that the it was not very yeah. good. So, but I'm still excited. But yeah, summer movie season in full fucking swing, dude. I mean, what was the last that what was the last thing you saw in theaters again? Guardians, Guardians. right? Okay. Yeah. So, is there anything else in the theaters that you're? I mean, what is it's Fast Ten, and then is it is that it? Is everything else just streaming for you, or is there anything else that's coming to the theaters you're trying to see? Just those, just those two. It's always sunny spinoff movies, uh, <laughs> Fast X. I mean, but but then, Across the Spider Verse comes out June second. That's right. Then in mid June is something else that I can't remember. It's the Flash. That's what it is. June sixteenth is the Flash. June thirtieth is Indiana Jones. There's just like a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline that I really enjoy. So, and imagine if it all hits, right? What a good year for good. like movies we're looking at. Well, the last good, good movie year for me personally was 2017. I felt like that was a pretty unassailable year. That was like Ragnarok, Spider-Man Homecoming, Guardians 2, Wonder Woman, The Last Jedi, stuff like that. Blade Runner 2049. Like if mm, that is man. if this summer lands and then Dune Part 2 is really good, this could round out a pretty fantastic movie year that's already started. So Barbie Oppenheimer, lest us not forget. <laughs> Oppenheimer, I'm not super excited about Barbie. I'm very stoked about it. So, um, and you know what? Where can the people hear good content about all that stuff? How about some of our other things? So, if you are interested in the other pods, the main show, Radiovania, head over to radiovania.com. Uh, check it out there. There you can find links to all of our episodes of the podcast. You can also look us up on YouTube, get some video content if we do that again in the future, maybe someday soon. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, Zach, you ever had a concern sent to us on this in the email? Uh, usually just your card is expired. Your card is expired. Please up your information or else we're going to cancel your subscription. Yeah. Is Head to radio, <laughs> radiovaniashow at gmail.com and send us some, uh, some fake subscription expired card things. The last email we received, Kaylee Weber, March 7th, oh, yeah. 2022. So thanks, oh, Kaylee. Oh, gosh. We was that for episode 100? That was for episode 100, yeah. Good stuff. Good. Uh, Radiovania show on Instagram, Radiovania on Twitter. Check it out. Let's check it out. Zach, you want to talk about some F9? Vroom, vroom, baby. Let's do it. All right, so some quick facts about the movie. It was directed by Justin Lin. Justin Lin returning after taking a step away to go make Star Trek Beyond in the late 2010s. Uh, Fast Furious 7 was directed by James Wan. Then there was that guy that directed Fast 8, whose name escapes me. And then Hobbs and Shaw being a spinoff movie. There were three straight movies without Lin's presence. He came back this time as a director, but not only as a director, but this is one of the first 
movies that was written by Lin as well since Tokyo Drift. So it was written by Justin Lin and Daniel Casey, uh, sharing the script writing duties for that. F. Gary Brian, Gray is the man you were looking for. Thank you, F. Gary Italian Gray. job, Men in Black International, straight yep. out of Compton. Yep, yep. Uh, Brian Tyler returning to do the music for this movie. Released on June 25th, 2021. Keep that date in mind. We will be talking about that here in a little bit. Yes, a budget we will. Of roughly 200 to 225 million dollars USD, with a box office return of 726 million worldwide. Now you might say, "Hey John, that's not as much much as the last couple of Fast and Furious movies. What the hey, heck John, happened? That's not as much as the last couple of Fast and Furious movies. What the hell happened? COVID-19, baby. You remember that? Oh, you remember that? COVID, COVID. <laughs> what am I going to do with all these pandemics? Yeah. yeah so the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, which for us here in the U.S. really kind of hit its fury in March of 2020, uh, led to delays in the movie, as well as a couple other things that we'll talk about here in a little bit. But that's actually a pretty good box office return for that year. However, it is a significantly lower return for some of the other franchise entries before the pandemic changed the theater going experience for a little bit. Let's head over to the Rotten Tomato. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes had a critics score of 59% rotten, which I think is rude. And frankly, <laughs> I was I was actually astounded to see this. Were, it, were you I not surprised least, when you saw that? I thought at least like a 70, at least 59%, kind of harsh. Let's let's read one of these rotten reviews and see how bad they say. This is a franchise where the cars matter as much as the people. The script by the director and Daniel Casey does not waste time on conversations. I say that's false. There's some What's great conversations. Horseshit? That's a terrible take. <laughs> these are these are people that have to like, you know, they live in Hollywood, you know, blah, 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 Hollywood. I live in Hollywood. And they like go see screeners at like 10 a.m. And they're not even awake yet when they have to review this movie. That's my that's my take. This guy was probably playing Bejeweled on his phone while he was fucking yeah. watching Fast 9. Well, no, he's probably sitting in, in a theater in Hollywood 2021. He's a, he's probably masked up. He's got like a face shield in front of him. He's not really enjoying his time. He can't sit, sit back with a couple of drinks, you know. Like we did. We had Bloody Marys and got fucking loaded watching this movie. So that was fun. Yeah, we did. We'll talk about that and experience here in a minute. <laughs> uh, but in terms of an audience score, um, it was an 82% audience score with 5,000 plus verified ratings. Mm -hmm. Clocking in at about two hours and 25 minutes. Zach. Yes. Before I dive into our fun facts, what, let's talk about my viewing experience for this movie and yours. Okay. Because you're, you saw this in the theater. I sure fucking did, baby. You risked COVID-19. I sure you did. <laughs> you probably got it from seeing this movie. No, I uh, I did not. I, got, I was healthy as a clam leaving the theater, I think. Um, if I remember correctly, the screener, the, the showing that I saw was crowded but not packed. So it was like there were ample seats between, you know, groups yeah. of people that went to go see the movie. So – it wasn't like a crazy packed theater. I mean, hence the lower box office, right? But we'll talk about my experience later. Or do you want? Do you want me to kick it off? Yeah, tell me about it now. Yeah. Okay. So, this movie is is an important is an important one that I'll always remember because it was the first movie that I saw in theaters after in the pandemic. So this movie comes out June 25th, 2021, right? The next thing was July 9th, which was Black Widow, which we saw at Gateway. That was my first. Yep. Okay. 
So Fast 9 was the first movie that I actually, you know, March 2020 hits, COVID hits. You know, you and me both self-professed. I mean, we have this fucking podcast that we've been doing for the better part of almost a decade or whatever. Like, been talking about fucking almost. movies and comic books and TV, and we love this shit. And so it was heartbreaking, like, when, when COVID first started. And I was like, well, I don't really feel super comfortable going to the theater. And, like, nothing yep. good was coming out. Everything was getting pushed. I didn't want to yep. risk, you know, my health or whatever. I was like, I was like, ah, is, is it worth it to go to the movies? Nothing really good out. Theater started doing, like, they started, like, closing up and doing, like, you know, limited stuff you could buy special screenings um but then streaming started to take a more prevalent thing in 2020 into 2021 right where these experiences max yep exactly these experiences became these things that you gathered around with a couple friends on the couch and you watched wonder woman right that was like one of the biggest ones right was was that was the first the biggest one for me is the fact that dune was day and date released on hbo max uh which was in october of 2021 so and that impacted its box office return greatly Yes, we'll it talk did. about that here in a minute. But. And uh, so Fast and Furious, right? It's a franchise that means a lot to me. It's a cheesy, dumb, loud, awesome action franchise that I've been invested in since I was young, like since seeing the very first movie, like Just way back. lad. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? Like, I'm feeling OK. It was June of 2021. It was the summer. It was warmer. I was like, you know what? This is going to be a, a moment that I want to remember and like I want to go – I want to go see this movie in the theater. Like I want to see I'm it. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> if I'm going out, I'm going out hard. I'm going out with – Ride like or die. The, it's like that here. saying where it's like – and I looked back in the sand and there were two sets of footprints except for the other set was Timberlands because it was <laughs> Vin Diesel's fucking shoes in the sand. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was like, you know what? I want this to be my experience. And so I went. I saw it in Dolby at the AMC Newport on the levee. Uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio, and uh, man, it was an awesome screening. And not to talk about the quality of the movie because we'll, we'll talk about like our opinions on the movie, I'm sure. But we're just kind of talking about our experiences watching it. Um, man, it was an awesome theater experience. I was so bummed that uh, this was before the inception of the Fast Cast, so it was like yes. we didn't really a have whole, a concept. A whole year almost, right? Yeah. Yeah, almost a whole year. So it's like we, you and me didn't – you and I didn't have a concept of like these movies together, which makes me all the more excited talking about what we talked about at the top of the show, just getting ready for Fast 10 and being excited to see that movie in the theater with my buddy. I'm I'm, I'm stoked. And, and We're going to see Jason Momoa go boom on the big screen. <laughs> my man. <laughs> boom. Tom Toretto. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, I did not see this in the theaters when it came out. Um, as we just said, my first in-theater movie back after the pandemic was Black Widow, and I also had not gotten into this franchise more than the the casual nature that I had when we spoke about that on the first couple episodes of this podcast review. Um, so I got to see this for the first time like 14 days ago with you. Fucking we sat, we watched it at your house on in your home theater setup. We had some Bloody Marys, some some white claws we were just we were hitting the sauce we had breakfast sandwiches made by yours truly and we just kicked back and we just put this thing on before we went to a baseball game later in the day and we just let let the day start out right so what a beautiful what a beautiful sentence you just said what a beautiful string of words that you just put together in a line i love it yep sometimes i just start talking and we see where it goes so but yeah i i loved it i thought it was so fun to watch. Hey, it's it's always more fun to watch it with somebody. You know, sure. the the only ones that I've seen for the first time, um, that I could feel like your presence would have helped me enjoy it more would have been like Hobbs and Shaw. Not no, that I sure. didn't enjoy it, but that would have been more fun to watch together. Totally. Um, 
And then I think the other one was uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. I had not oh, seen God. until the first time I watched it for the Smack pod. that ass. And that would have been funny to, to yeah, right. kick back and watch. But really enjoyed it. Um, we'll kind of save our, our thoughts on the movie for the end after we go over the plot here a little bit. But I think we can both safely say that we really enjoy it. So. Oh, we're not doing like uh, general opinions? Uh, I was going to do that. After the fun facts. After the fun facts. All right, take me through the facts, baby. Okay, so as I stated before, Justin Lin back in the directing seat for the first time since Fast Ampersand Furious 6, uh, which was like back in 2013. Um, so, yeah, he, he went and spent a couple years making a Star Trek movie, which those are pretty damn expensive. So he was gone for a little bit. Now he's back. The Rock... We've talked about this on Hobbs and Shaw a little bit. The Rock did not return to the cast for this installment. Six months after the film was announced, it was announced instead that John Cena would be cast in an undisclosed role, which we would find out would be Jacob Toretto, if you've seen the movie. John mm-hmm. Dom's brother. They, they pulled a Nathan Drake on us, and he's just they like, sure yeah, he's got a brother. Yeah, here you go. Sure he's got a brother. Did. Um, here's a fun fact, but not really that fun. Uh, this was first scheduled to release in 2019. If you remember, Hobbs and Shaw came out in 2017, uh, but it was delayed. This this movie's release was delayed both to the lengthy production of Hobbs and Shaw. We talked about Tyrese Gibson's feelings on that in the last episode, right. as well as the COVID-19 pandemic and conflicting release dates with James Bond, No Time to Die. So these were two movies oh, that wow. were both fighting for a summer opening. And then COVID hit, and they're both like, eh, we'll figure it out 2021. So this got pushed back a full two years almost. Which is just crazy. I remember this was one of the first ones that announced that it'd be going all the way to 2021. And we were like, well, this is happening. So it's the fifth highest grossing film of 2021, setting pandemic records at the time of its release. Uh, Overall, for the rest of the year, it trails Spider-Man No Way Home, two Chinese release movies, Battle at Lake Shangjin, Hi Mom, and then uh, the aforementioned No Time to Die. Did No Time to Die make more money than this movie? Really? Yep, but that, that was also is later. Hard to it, was later it was later in the year. So that's a good point. We were a little more comfortable by then. Um, that's a good point. People love Bond, man. That's a that's a multi generational franchise. Whereas people people do love Bond, but like Fast and the Furious, man, there's multiple movies over a billion dollars. Like when was the last time a James Bond movie made a billion? Probably like Skyfall. Skyfall. That's a probably a good pull. Yeah, James Bond movie box office. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, take a look. I'm going to keep reading. Mm -hmm. Um, It was announced in 2020 before this film came out that Justin Lin would also return to direct Fast 10 and 11 um, and that those would serve as the conclusion to the Fast saga. It has since been confirmed that 9, 10 and 11 would serve as a final trilogy of films to wrap up the franchise for now. I don't think this will truly be the end, but you never know. And and then early in 2022, Lin started as director. Sorry. Uh, okay. So ten and eleven. So yeah. So okay. Got, got it. Got it. Never mind. Sorry. 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 You good? Lynn stepped away as director in early 2022 due to creative differences developing Fast X, which I believe we talked about on another episode of Radiovania. And I think we'll probably. I don't know how you feel about that, but we'll probably rehash some of that news, like the as fun For facts Fast when we get out of Fast Ten. So. Is, are you are people calling it Fast X or are we calling it Fast Ten? What are we calling it? I'm are you calling it Fast X? I'm going in on Fast X. Fast X. It's ten technically, as a Roman numeral, but they haven't said that. They haven't said that. Have you have you seen an interview where they call it one or the other? No, I haven't actually. That's a good point. 
Yeah. Real quick. I like calling it Fast X because we called the other one Fast Amperstand Furious. So it's just funny to me that they're and all. And it's also just the naming convention of this fucking franchise, right? Fast, Fast and Furious 6, Furious 7, Fate of the Furious, F9. They called this movie, they had the fucking balls to call this movie F9, the Fast Saga. Yeah, colon, it's the insane. Fast Saga. It's yeah. absolutely insane. And then it's Fast X. It's it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Quick Bond box office check-in. It, you were absolutely right. Skyfall was the only James Bond movie to make a billion dollars. The only one. It's one of the most successful movies of all time. The for next that, for that franchise for sure, and the, not even not even close after that. Right. Yeah. The next one after that was eight hundred and seventy-nine million at with which was Spectre. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Do you know why? People love fucking Blowfield, man. People just people <laughs> people love getting Blowfield. <laughs> people love getting Blowfield. Wasn't that what the Force Awakens trailer was attached to as well? Spe- sure Spectre came out November sixth, twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I think the Force Awakens trailer was attached to that movie. So, so I saw just it went three to Spectre times. to yeah. see the Force Awakens trailer. They meet Joe Black. This is just this is me grasping at straws. It's, it's genuinely just because people really. They liked Skyfall and they wanted to see that next movie, but um, hot yeah, take good stuff. Spectres is bad. Uh, we'll save it for the James Bond in review where we do every James Bond movie ever made. I'm ready. You let me know when, man. Uh, I'm it's gonna <laughs> suck though. I'm gonna, ha- I'm gonna have to wait like 16 pods before we get to talk about Goldeneye, which is really the only one that I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, <clears throat> back to our fun facts here. Mm-hmm. So returning characters in both prominent roles and cameos, this is definitely the largest onslaught of Fast and Furious cameos in a film to date. We'll see what Fast X has to hold for us. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff in that movie. Please, please, please bring The Rock back in just at least a cameo for that film. Um, But beyond our usual suspects of Dom, Letty, Tej, Roman, and Ramsey, returning characters for this movie include Han, Mia, Vince, Jesse, Leo, Santos, Giselle, Sean Boswell, Twinkie, Earl, Agent Stasiak, Mr. Nobody, Cypher, Mama Sean, Deckard Shaw, as well as newcomers played by Cardi B, Bad Bunny, Michael Rooker, Vinnie Bennett as young Dom Toretto, and of course John Cena. Big cast, man. The movies just keep getting bigger in scope. And as well as the the cast of characters, which is just really fun to yep. reconcile. I was looking at the Fast X poster after this, and I was like, "There's like 30 characters on that." It's like it reminded me of that really messy um, Spider-Man Homecoming poster that had both Michael Keaton and the Vulture and Peter Parker and Spider-Man, <laughs> and then like a bunch of other people. <laughs> it's just funny, good stuff. Yeah, we got to remind you who's in the suits, and I'm pretty sure in that Fast 10 poster, it's like Dom and his car, and it's like, you know, that's yeah, the cars in it. Yeah, and Dom's like holding the cross above everybody too. It's just like it looks like the Last Jedi poster where Luke's like hovering it, above everybody. It does yeah. kind of look like the Last Jedi poster. So funny. Uh, Zach, what are your thoughts on the film though? Before we we dive into the plot here, what are my thoughts? On this film. On F9, colon, the Fast Saga. What are my thoughts on this film? John, I fucking love this movie. I think it's great. Um, Yeah. I think that it is a... Now, you touched on it at the beginning, right? The last couple movies are different. Yes, not bad. Just very different. After Furious 7, it was Fate of the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, and... um, Then this. And then this. Fate of the Furious and Hobbs and Shaw are both good movies, but I think that they're lacking a bit of the pizzazz of the franchise. 
Um, yeah. I, I think they were trying to find their way to post sure. Paul Walker demise, which is uh, you know unfortunate. Uh huh. But and I talked about this on our Hobbs and Shock podcast that we did, where it's like you know I like that movie. It's a fun it's a fun action movie, but it doesn't have the emotional heart that the franchise. I know it sounds silly to say for Fast and Furious, right? But for people that don't know, like not silly. It's true. It, this franchise it, this franchise is about characters, like. The the moments that the moments that do speak to me in this in these movies are more so about the people and the conversations that people are having and the and the the lore and the backstory of these characters how they play off of each other and it, yeah it's silly but it's like that's the shit that I fucking I'm here for and so I, this movie kind of taking that I thought Fate of the Furious had a good bit with like the kid and everything like that and and uh, Elena I thought that 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 stuff was really really good but everything else I thought was basically like not. It wasn't up there with the strongest. This movie, I think, having the brother dynamic between between uh, Dom and and uh, and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna keep wanting Jacob. to call him John Cena. Jacob, thank you. Just yeah, call him Dom and Jacob. Yeah, call him Peacemaker. It, like, I just think that this movie's chock full of like great moments between characters that you really wanted to see, cool reunitings, like lots of really awesome stuff. And on top of that, I think the action's really great. I think the Very comedy good. is really good. I think that it goes places that you know are just absolutely insane. Um, I think the end of this movie is is fucking brilliant. Like the last 15, 20 minutes, I think are super, super, super fucking awesome. And uh, yeah. yeah, I really, really enjoy this movie. I'm glad that this was my first. Um, I'm glad that this movie has like a big memory in me of being like a pivotal moment where it's like a year going so long without being in the theater, which is something that I really loved. I love going to see movies and um, and dissecting them and talking about them with friends and and just like being in that atmosphere, seeing this movie in the theater, being able to experience it like that's a memory that I won't ever forget. And I was glad that I was able to re re experience that memory just even a little bit with with yeah. you being being able to show this to you for the first time. And there was one moment in the movie where I think I'm pretty sure you like stood up and put your hands on your head to do like this kind of deal or whatever. Like you couldn't believe what was on screen. I was like, yes, that is yeah. this franchise. That is why I like this franchise. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I love this movie. What, what, what did you think? I thought it was amazing. Um, I think it's one of the best movies of the last four years <laughs> to come out. Um, <laughs> in terms of just like pure like cinema bliss and just kind of like, letting a movie just go full throttle on your face. You know what I mean? It's a, it's an assault of the senses <laughs> in a good way. Um, love all the ties to Tokyo drift. I love all the ties to the other Justin Lin installments. You write the action looks amazing, even though it's completely ridiculous. Like they're, they're playing like legends of the hidden temple for like five minutes and stuff. Yeah, and you're right. just like, you're like, sure, this is happening, but it just shows you that Justin Lin just has such a, a good grip on, on those moments of the franchise. It does make me a little worried about how, how 10 and 11 are going to be without him, but um, sure. he did stay on as a producer. So hopefully his influence is still felt in these last two installments. It feels cohesive with nine. Um, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. I think it's got way more heart than Hobbs and Shaw and, and eight did for sure. Um, while also having just some genuinely like amazingly funny set pieces so yeah some of some of some of the best that the franchise has to offer in my opinion like i just think that 
you know, the movie, it takes a, I think it takes just a little bit to get going, but like in terms of the action, but like all the character stuff you're, you're I'm here for, like I'm, I'm totally bought into the drama with the two young brothers. I think starting this movie with the flashback was a brilliant choice. Like it actually like makes it feel very grounded and totally it's shocking that it's the ninth installment. We never got like a flashback backstory for the Toretto family. <laughs> I know. And it, and I know this might sound silly to say, but it makes it feel like a real fucking movie. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. start this movie with like, it's like got the, the hazy opening. It's like the racetrack, the sounds or whatever. It reminds me of like, yeah, they spliced in the original, like late eighties, early nineties, universal studios logo. Yeah. Yeah. It like, it feels like you're sitting down in an old theater. Like you're ready to, like you're ready to watch like an actual fucking movie. Like, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. Like, I think this, this just feels so much more complete than the last two. Like Hobbs and Shaw felt like a fun, dumb action movie, but it was lacking that heart. I think that this movie actually does have that in spades. And I think it's got like a, a yeah. really great, just a really great through line through the whole thing. Like, and I think that, I'm really excited to see how they play this off in 10 because, um, now, we, I mean, spoilers, Jacob's, <laughs> Jacob's a fucking one on the team now, baby. Now we get, and now He's we get fully replaced Hobbs for sure. But, well, in terms oh, of that you, role oh, where sure. there's like an, there's an agent beefcake that's on the team. You know what I mean? That is like, where's the best wrestler. and shoots people. Yeah. And is also a pro wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. coincidental for Vin Diesel to cast another wrestler in a role like that. Hmm. Yeah. And it's funny to think too, for context, like this was before um, the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. Correct. So this was before we saw Johnson. But just or... before the Suicide Squad, barely. Barely. Because that was August of 2021, and you and I saw that together. Sure did. But I think that this movie, here's my one criticism. One, my probably my biggest criticism is I don't love, I don't love John Cena in this. Really. So I like I like he's he's menacing and cool or whatever, but I think John Cena is just so much better as a comedic actor, which he will be in 10. Don't you think that you're feeling that way a little bit, though, because you have seen Suicide Squad and Peacemaker yes. so much because he's pretty funny in this movie, I thought. He's funny, but it's more so the stuff that he's doing. Like we were laughing out loud. At there's the nothing better sequence. than peace. I know there's nothing better than Peacemaker. That's that's a that's going to be a hard bar for any of his roles to clear going forward. Yeah, sure, but at the same time, it's like Justin Lin has this guy John Cena. He's done all these movies, Trainwreck, and like all these comedies, and like then he goes on. Like at the same time, relatively like later on, he was shooting Peacemaker and the, the Suicide yeah. Squad. Like. I just think that it is a shame to not utilize his comedy. Like John Cena is so much more funny. And in this, they just kind of give him the stoic brother role. And it's like, I kind of would have liked to see him have a little bit more spunk and not yeah. just be like, you don't know what you're doing, Dom. Every line he's like, he's like, I'm gonna follow you, Dom. I'm not here for you. I'm here for this, Dom. He's like, you led me right to him. I know this place. It's a prison. I've been here before, Dom. It's like I would have liked to have seen John Cena flexes, flexes acting muscles a little bit because I do think that yeah. he's actually a really good actor. Yeah, I mean, you do run that that risk when you're in a Fast and Furious movie. You don't get a a lot of screen time potentially because there's such a large ensemble. But I, I I get what you're saying. You wanted a scene where Dom tells him to go eat a bag of dicks, and he says, <laughs> if this entire beach was covered with dicks, I'd eat every last one of them to preserve freedom. To preserve freedom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you need to go that level. You're wearing tidy whities That's racist. <laughs> 
I don't know if you need to go that goofy with it, but I would have just liked to have seen him be a little bit more char- – and I think that they're going to do that in 10. Yep. But I do think that it would have just been cool to see him be a little bit more charismatic than just the stoic brother type. But again, it's all yeah. set up. Like it could just be set up for 10 and and sure. the role that he plays with the family. So, you know, I, it's hard to it's hard to complain about that, but that would be one of my bigger nitpicks. It's just like when John Cena's on screen, you tease John Cena – as this big villain, he doesn't really do anything super villainous. Like we've reached the point just... of the franchise where a villain isn't really a villain in the Fast and Furious movies. They kind of stopped having real villains after seven, I guess. Deckard Shaw might have been the last one, and then he immediately turned tail and started working with them in the next installment. And now you got Hobbs and Shaw. They were villains at one point. Now they're not. They're also loosely part of the family. Helen Mirren's loosely part of the family. Jacob's part of the family. I guarantee you Jason Momoa is going to join the family. You know, everyone, that's the, that's the they're doing the comic book thing where it's like we're adversaries until we're not. But yeah. Shout out to DK, the real true villain of this franchise. I hope he comes back in Fast X. Drift King, all over me. Let's do it. Drift King all over it. Yeah, let's do it, baby. So, yeah, I know um, just general. I mean, closing out the general thoughts before we get to the plot. I mean, I love this movie. I think it's fun. I, I'm I'm I uh, I'm glad that we got to watch it together. I, I let me tell you, though, the one thing that I'll always, you know, not to be to give you FOMO, the scene when they go to space. Yeah. yeah. OK, I've never been in the theater where there was more what the fucks and holy shit and laughing yeah i was in that moment where people just couldn't believe what was happening on screen sure it's it's outrageous and at one point i'm so bought into it that i don't care but at one point i'm watching these two guys float around in zero g's in this fucking fiero and Mm -hmm. i literally was like this whole this whole thing started with stealing vcrs (laughs) i was like (laughs) this whole goddamn thing started with them stealing vcr dvd combos in in fucking santa cruz or whatever i'm like yep yep what what a journey that we've been on with this franchise and that's why i stay i stand by years after the first one came out and they're in space it's crazy it's crazy and um, so there was the famous video, right? The last thing I'll say is there was the famous video. They released the trailer. You didn't watch the trailer for this, right? Okay, good. Because the trailer, here's my other big, it's, it, so I'm glad that we're doing this review now because we've had time since the movie for me to decompress on it. The trailer spoiled way too much. So I would be curious for you to watch the fast nine trailer. Now that you've seen the movie, yeah. I'm so, so glad that you didn't watch it because the trailer spoils literally almost everything in the movie it, it doesn't spoil han it doesn't spoil han or well it does spoil han it, spo- it spoils that he's alive but it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't tell you how he's alive i guess sure yeah but it tells you so the the scene in the scene in the fucking jungle where they launch the they ride the car on the fucking bridge pipe that's in the trailer mm. um the the scene where they pick up the car with the with the the spy plane that's in the trailer the magnet car coming against the thing that's in the trailer um it's all there like literally i think every big major set piece except for the space car and figuring out how han's alive is all in it that last shot and then probably all the flashback stuff with their dad that's so that's not in it at all none of the flashback stuff is in the trailer so that was all a nice little surprise but um 
the trailer's just it, it's a good trailer, but it's way it spoils way too much. And so I think that if you had rev- if Zach had reviewed this movie and maybe dig up the archive footage, go back to 2021 Radiovania, I'm sure that I reviewed this movie briefly when we were doing like what we've been up to. And I'm pretty sure I said like, oh, it was really, really good. But like the trailer spoiled too much. Like that was a big criticism back then. So I'm glad that you saw it unfettered without having any of that baggage. Yeah. Yeah. They were just desperate to get people back in the theater at that point, though. Exactly. But but the thing is, is that that trailer came out before COVID. Mm, Good point. That trailer came out before COVID because there's the famous video of they had a they, they held, knew they knew they it was coming. A, <laughs> they held a live show. They held a live show in like Vegas, and you should watch this because it's fucking hilarious. But it's like Jordana Brewster and Vin Diesel and Tyrese and Luda are all standing on stage, and they're like they watch the trailer live in front of a crowd of people, and then they finish the trailer and they show like crowd reactions, and you can see people in the crowd crying. <laughs> and I was That's like, awesome. I'm right there with you, man. Like, because like it shows Han. It, Han walks into the lab at the end of it and he's like, miss me or whatever. And then it's like justice is served or justice is coming because <laughs> that was the whole thing was for years, for years. It was hashtag justice for Han, man. Yeah, because everyone was yeah. like, what the fuck happened? We, you killed our favorite character. And then they fucking brought him back. It was what a moment. What what a moment. You can't be killed. Yeah. No, you can't but- put Han down, man. Easily the best editing moment in the movie is when somebody walks in front of the burning car that Han's in and he's just <laughs> <laughs> I like so good. that was and a laugh out loud, loud moment for you in, in, in like, the movie. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's like his greatest magic trick was making him disappear. <laughs> and then he's just gone. Yeah. Now you see me? Now you don't. <laughs> now the hard part is keeping you dead. Yep. So good. Okay, Russell. All right. Speaking of uh Speaking of moments from the movie, are you are you ready to dive on in? I'm ready. To hit that nuts. I'm ready, John. And here's what here's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> what have you always said about Zach? Right? You've always said <laughs> really attractive. Got huge, a great huge penis. Huge penis. <laughs> <laughs> and the funniest thing he ever did was in Too Fast, Too Furious when he recapped the plot without taking notes. Yeah, and you didn't take notes because I watched the movie with you. I you sure were, did. The only notes you were taking was what's at the bottom of this can. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, we had uh, – oh, man, we had a Bloody Mary uh, with, you know, all the fixings, horsey, pickled okra, pickles, cucumber – not cucumber. We, that's a lie. We had – but it, it was – celery. Thank you. Uh, and then we had, I think, like two or three – It was the other green one. We had two or three white claws apiece – so um, yeah, we're going into this one. We're going a little. We're going a little fast and furious under this one because no notes. I'm going from memory, and okay. we're gonna see how this goes. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, good. It gets us to the draft faster, so that's nice. <laughs> so how's the hot toddy? Is it okay? It was good. Yeah, it's very good. Well, you might want to consider re-upping because this is gonna be a doozy, and I'm gonna need uh, your help. I'm gonna switch to a uh, over the rock here in a little bit. Over the rock here in a little bit. All right. the hot toddy. Yeah. Okay, cool. I got another little mini bottle of bourbon. I haven't had time to go to the grocery store to get anything else. So we are going off of what's in the back of the pantry, which is airplane it's one bottles. of those kind of nights. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fast 9. F9, the Fast Saga. So the movie starts, right? And we're here in the racetrack. 
You, mm-hmm. Like you said, you get the old-fashioned universal title sequence. It pops up. It goes on. Well, you got the little blurred visual here. It's like, eh, eh, you're hearing all the sounds of the racetrack come by or whatever. And then it zooms in. It starts to focus in. And what do we fucking see? We got the helmet, the racing helmet, and it says Toretto on it. Yeah. It's cool. We're really here on the racetrack. We're driving around. This, uh, there, it's all diegetic sound, which I thought's really cool. Like it's just the sound of the race cars going around the track. What 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 is this, by the way? We're in California. Is this they got racing like this? Is this like this is an F one? This is like NASCAR of some kind. I Stock think it's just racing? like I think it's just short track stuff. Just short like stuff. just like fun Saturday at the racetrack for. You know, probably for like money or right. pink slips or something. Yeah. But it's like got a crowd. It's got like people that pay tickets. It's got people that like to watch racing, but it's definitely not. You don't see like Jeff Gordon driving around there, you know, or Ricky Bobby or anything right. like that. So. No, you don't see Ricky Bobby. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there, he's racing around the track. We, it's a Toretto and the thing. You're like, oh, my God, it's Dom. He retired from the criminal gang and he's a race car driver. It's like, wait, psych. This is a sepia tone fucking prequel opening because it's a flashback, baby. Yeah. At young Dom Toretto running up to the platform he's got the headset on he's doing the whole kachow like lightning mcqueen sort of deal right he's talking yeah. to he's talking yeah. to the car they're doing the whole thing or whatever he gets up onto the top of the platform and then he sees his dad his it, well we don't know we kind of know it's his dad. i mean you can kind of infer right he calls like, him well, dad he calls yeah. him dad well he calls he's like, him dad. dad yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's right he does say dad and then you know he looks out on the thing he, he swerves in front of a car to like kind of like get out of the way and then the other guy comes in on the right hand side and like kicks him and the car flips up, and you're like, oh, this is going to be a bad wreck, but everything's going to be just fine. And then he gets caught on the wires, and the thing catches on fire, and you're like, this is going to be really bad. He's probably going to have some burns. And then he keeps going on the thing, and it's really fucking gruesome. And it's, it's, just like, it's This is incredibly horrific. It's I was terrible. like, it's, it's just really gratuitous flaming car shot where it's just like slow-mo of him scraping up against the fence and i'm like jesus christ there goes jack toretto like yeah it's a tough way to open a movie because then you get and you get i don't remember the actor's name you read it off as young young dom oh yeah sorry let me let me pull him up here he's great by the way he is great and uh vinnie bennett which i think is funny that his name is also vin also vin yeah i wonder if that's definitely why he got cast cast. (laughs) nice 100% so yeah Great acting performance from that kid as he, like, kind of rushes to this. He's rushing he up. He's, like, watching this whole thing go down. Michael Rooker. Yeah, yeah. Michael Rooker's there in the pit crew as well. Like, it, kind of long hair. I didn't catch that it was Michael Rooker until later on in the movie, though. Like, the whole opening scene, I was just like, oh, it's a guy. But, like, yeah, just look like any old guy that would listen to fucking Freebird. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't look yeah, like he's, Michael Rooker. He's definitely doing his Leonard Skinner best. His character's name is Buddy. The Buddy. <laughs> I fly it with my heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't use the air with my head. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, again, I just want to point out, shout out, great, I thought, good acting from young Dom here as he rushes to, like, try and get his dad. You can see the fucking cars running by on the track, even though the car's in, like, flaming wreckage, and he's, like, he's like trying to get out to the car, but he's, like, screaming. He's, like, that's my dad. That's my dad. It's, like, gut-wrenching, right? But then we get, like, slow zoom Slow zoom as Buddy's like holding him down or whatever he's on the side of the track, and then slow zoom onto uh, his face, which transforms into old Vin face. <laughs> which I thought was a great effect. And yeah. Uh, yeah. boom, we're here on the fucking compound. Another cut that I really like too. It's just like it cuts right to fucking. I, again, like this movie feels like a a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because J- Justin Lin's a good filmmaker. I, I don't think is. we give him enough credit. Like. Fast Six and Furious Six definitely feel the same way, where they're like, 
I think they're genuinely, they move with great pacing. Um, and that oh. is not always the case with some of these movies. So Yeah, right. So we cut to old Vin. He's old. He's like, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> 30 like, years later, because it's 1989. And these movies take place when they come out. So that would have been 2021. 20, so crazy. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. So how old is Vin? We don't know. We have no idea. It might be it might be like an Aragorn thing where he's like 86. But <laughs> but secretly, secretly, Dominic Toretto's a Dunedine. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Ageless. Yeah. yeah, but he's chilling out. He's working on a fucking tractor for whatever the fuck reason. He have you ever seen Hawkeye. this man? Yeah. Yeah, he went full Hawkeye. And uh, hey, we if got that the- thing's got an engine, he can work on it. That's my that's my take. Like, but even if it, they should be working on like a lawnmower. It'd be amazing. But, yeah, I was going to say, but what do you think he's doing to that tractor? Do you think he's doing something to it? Is he just changing the oil, or is he putting, like, a fucking he's spoiler? Like replacing, he's, like, putting pistons in there or something. He's, like, <laughs> he's working with Lil B. He's just putting the pistons in. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too, is Lil B's there. Little Brian. Little, Little Brian B. <laughs> and, yeah. Which <laughs> is another good laugh. Uh, shout out. Okay, so shout out to this kid. We don't want to shit on child actors, right? Sure. Not the hottest. Not the best. He doesn't really speak much. When he does, it's very... I mean, he's young. Like, this kid's a toddler. This kid's... Right? Yeah, this kid is young, young, young. Because he's only two years old, roughly, because this is a couple years after Fate. They've been hiding for a couple years, and he was a newborn in Fate. So, right. ish. newborn I don't know. We don't want to talk about the pregnancy thing, because we're gonna, then we're going to be start drawing diagrams with straws, because yeah. the, the, fucking, the fucking Elena pregnancy still baffles me. Yeah, we, we went through that on Fate of the Furious. You can rehash that if you want to go back to that old episode. You can hear John and I kind of try and do, like, pregnancy math. It's like <laughs> – which is a great band name, by the way. <laughs> and someone out there should take that. We are pregnancy math. One, <laughs> two, three, four. <laughs> With pregnancy math, this is our single zygote. Oh, my God. And shout out to Michelle Rodriguez, who oh got the first – the first audible John exclamation at the fucking movie, which was her coming out in the overall look, which is she's yeah, she's wearing overalls, but it's like overalls that aren't like on her shoulders. They're just like down and she's got this tank on. She's like wiping grease off her hands with a towel. And I was like, <laughs> mm. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she, she looks great. They're they're having a peaceful idyllic she's... life, but no sooner, no sooner is this all interrupted by little B just going like car, car, car or whatever. And he's like, <laughs> he runs to the fucking shed and they put him in the goddamn trunk of the thing or he's whatever. He's got a little, he's got a little gin or so hole that they hide him. In. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, yeah. So, uh, Vin and yeah, Vin and Letty, they run to the gun wall, which is, uh, which is great. Uh, so ne- ne- necessity part of every barn, right? Is They're you gotta have the gun though, wall, which is insane. So, <laughs> Except for like a couple pistols that. Yeah, Letty like, has. Which one do I want? This van's coming up at like a half a mile. Do I want which, the, <laughs> the shotgun? Which chrome-plated <laughs> shotgun do I want? That's clearly this not one. gonna cover this this good loom spread of ground. Uh, but who is it? It's not the feds. It's not the FBI. It's not uh, bad guys coming to break down the doors. It's fucking uh, some of the family, right? We got yep. we got Ramsey, we got Tej, and we got Roman. They're coming to the compound. Um, they didn't know they were supposed to have visitors or whatever, but they come here. They're talking about some shit. Uh, but but uh, I mean, I mean, do you remember what they're talking about? 
they kind of they're talking about how there was a message for Mr. Nobody, right? Yeah, so they were transporting Cypher to prison and and his plane went down in the jungle. Okay. So they they went full Moff Gideon on this one. Yeah. Yeah, and I've got the Wikipedia I've got the Wikipedia right here just in case I absolutely shit the shit the bed here. I got I you, man. No it. worries. I appreciate it. <laughs> But yeah, they, Ramsey puts up the video from Mr. Nobody on the hood of the car. They all watch it, which is – this is the first laugh-out-loud moment of the movie for me, which is Kurt Russell phoning this in Screaming. Yeah, he definitely filmed <laughs> that in his home. Like this is a reshoot He's in for his sure. Closet. He's yeah. in his closet. <laughs> There's like suits in the background or whatever and a tie. He's like, he's Goldie, like, I got to go upstairs and film Fast and the Furious. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you go why don't you go amazon me some more <laughs> marble reds <laughs> so yeah so mr nobody's playing they were tra- so they were transporting cypher who's got the simple jack haircut now which here's the thing that i my first question you know you used to have zach has questions you still do when we do dc I sure but still. yeah she the last movie was two years ago how many times have they transported this prisoner <laughs> they're moving her everywhere they man. need to magneto it, that shit they need to find a place put them in there and then leave them there <laughs> yeah they're clearly not taking the put magneto below the pentagon and like the in the room sort of deal it's like they're transporting cypher in a goddamn like glass box it's like that's not yeah that secure like you might have lights and led well lights she wasn't even her, in a glass is... box on on nobody's plane right this is where jacob puts her that's a good point so what were they keeping her in this plane were they sitting her in first class you know, I don't, maybe. I don't know. She's like, she's like, I was in Mad Max Fury Road, bitch. I can, I sit up front, <laughs> and Mister Nobody's like, okay. No, whatever you say. Yeah, I don't know, man. So yeah, they're trying to recruit the family. They're saying like, okay, so you know, Vin, Letty, I know you guys have your idyllic life out here. You're hanging out with little B. What are you cooking? I don't know. Are you hunting your own food? Are you are you Amazon freshing? Everything? I would love. Yeah, I would love a. A scene kind of like The Last of Us Part Two, where Tommy comes to get Ellie to go back and find Abby, but it's just Dom hunting rabbits in the forest, and he comes back and <laughs> Tej is in there. But he's using the steel-plated shotgun. So every time he shoots it, he's like, oh, well, we'll have to get another one. <laughs> and he goes to the next one and shoots it. Nice yeah. place with the rabbits. So, um, yeah, so the family, they're like, we need your help. Uh, we got to get Cypher, blah. It's like a special mission. Mr. Nobody, we, we got we to gotta help him out. He would help us if we was to help him. So we got to help him. And then Dom is like, nope, we have everything we need right here, and we're not going to do this. This is feel smells like Endgame. Anybody? Smells like Endgame? Did you get some strong Endgame things? Like you can, you can talk shop if you want. If you don't talk shop, you can stay for dinner or whatever. And then it's like mm-hmm. Tony Stark talking to mm-hmm. – to pepper or whatever and this is literally the next scene except for it's dom talking to letty and it's your dad she's leaving she's going she's like i'm out of here letty's out and go help him out i'm I'm tired of the quiet life she's tired of the quiet life she and you know what i say good for you letty don't let this fucko move you to the middle of nowhere and keep you there you be a strong independent woman you get on that wild stallion man dom can't tame that that's why he likes her no and we'll get to, we're coming up to the biggest plot hole of the movie is for a few hours here. What did they do with the child? Who's but watching anyway, little B? Yeah. Who's watching little B? Big B. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Nice. We're so early. <laughs> I was looking at the time. I'm so early. Um yeah, so she Letty gives Letty gives the kid the cross, right? Which, uh, yeah, the, she gives the cross. They both have crosses, but she gives hers to his. It's like a talisman of some kind or whatever. Right? Do you think that's that, gonna? That's just his cross, I thought. Yeah, that's right. I guess he's not wearing it. Is he, he wearing it? His cross he gave right? it to her. He gave it to her in 
So hey. Dom gives the cross to Letty. Letty gives the cross to Little B. Do you think Dom takes that cross back at any point? She's like, give me that, kid. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, so Letty drives off on the motorcycle. She's going to go help the family. Dom Dom goes to tuck the kid in or whatever, sees the cross that's hanging by his bed. He's like, oh, okay, um, something, something, you know, I've got, I've got fucking Harrison Ford enhanced vision. Uh, so I'm going to fucking go back to the Mr. Nobody video and zoom in on the background to find that, like the, he does the enhanced thing on the, on the iPad and sees the fucking cross. And it's like, okay, so we don't know what's going on, but he knows what's going on. And then he pulls out a postcard and it's like, okay, fucking cross on the top of steeple from Mexico. Dom's pulling out the fucking detective Batman detective vision from Fast Ampersand. Remember with that when he dissects the whole like who shot the bullets? So good. Yeah, where he does the Arkham thing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. He's doing the Arkham crime reconstruction. Alfred but prep the AR vision. Yeah. But Dom decides it's time. He knows something that the gang doesn't know, so he's got to go help him out. And guess what, baby? We're going to Montenegro, right? Montenegro? Monte- not a real place. <laughs> is this not a real place? Uh, Montenegro is a real place, right? No. It's no? Not. Monte Quinto, a fictional Central American country. No shit. So it's based off Montenegro. Why do you think that they? Because they probably couldn't get rights for Montenegro. They couldn't get rights to the name of a country. Mm-hmm. How does that work? You pay countries rights. I don't know what I look like, Mister Fucking the... Hollywood over here. Like that's just how it works. <laughs> All right. Well, they're in the jungle somewhere, and uh, Dom's driving a charger in the on, like all terrain. I don't know if that's possible, right? I mean, maybe he's got four-wheel drive. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about to get new tires, and I'm just like, I can, I'm hoping that I just don't get a nail stuck in them. Dom's out here driving a all-terrain charger. Oh, yeah, I mean, re- real talk. Like, if you, t- if you took your Jeep on this terrain right now, what would happen? Explode, right? Well, my tire would pop because it's leaking air. But ask me again next week. I think it'd be fine. It's an all-terrain exploring vehicle. I think we should so. test this theory. Let's do it. <laughs> Maybe we should test this theory. I love it. Yeah, so they're driving around, right? They're tracking the signal. They're trying to find the black box, right? Uh, you, What's a black box, John? A black box is a device that's stored in an airplane that keeps your GPS locator signal. Okay. And it's designed to be regardless able to serve- of e- communicates regardless of any MPA. Okay, so but it's designed also to withstand like a crash or anything like that, like an explosion, yep. like it's in like a – it's in a black box yeah <laughs> it's in a black box and the black box is made of like space age polymer or something i don't know <laughs> let me look that shit up it's well, proof either way they find the fucking plane vin diesel's wearing a white v-neck which is hilarious and it's like so i would never wear that in the jungle are you kidding me no are you kidding me you're gonna stainless switch. steel or titanium yeah you gotta wear Long sleeves, something dark, something that you know blends the in with the environment. Not sweat, fucking so white V-neck. Yeah, I don't think Vin Diesel is capable of sweating. Every time he's, do you think Vin Diesel has a towel boy on set? Do you think he's got someone that's like every, between takes? There's a guy that walks over and dabs his forehead with like a little towel. I genuinely don't think he sweats. Like I don't know if I've ever seen him sweating in a movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's a good point. But I guess you know if if we're following the rules of biology, yeah, he probably's got a towel guy. Probably got a towel guy. The Rock definitely had a towel guy. Or oh, they just sure. kept him as wet as possible. In those yeah, movies. I was going to say the towel guy got fired after day one. He's like, I can't keep up. They're like, get, <laughs> give me a fucking sham wow in here right now. <laughs> this guy's leaking. 
So they find the black box, they crack it open, they get the device on the inside, which looks like, I mean, I'm just going to be, here's another nitpick I got with this movie, MacGuffin another City, baby. MacGuffin. Another yeah. MacGuffin. We got Project another Ares. fucking dad that does this goddamn thing or whatever, but even this time, I think that it just doesn't even look cool. It I looks mean, like a of, giant None of them look cool. The God's Eye is just a disc, right? The God's Eye is a disc, but it's like a concept, right? Where it's like the God's Eyes, you get the file or whatever, but it plugs it in, and then you get that scene of like the radars or whatever. But this is like this is like a literal like it looks like a, a sci-fi thing. Yeah, it looks yeah. like the game sphere from fucking Drake and Josh. The, yeah, good one. <laughs> they it's also in two halves. So they went full uh, uh Rise of Skywalker having two wayfinders. You know what I mean? I was gonna say, we need a Sith Wayfinder or whatever to find the goddamn The, um, the Wayfinder stored in the Emperor's Vault on the Endor system. Yeah. At least at least Dom didn't hold the shotgun up to like an island or whatever and see the ridge like outlined with the handle and the trigger and stuff like that. Remember that? Remember in Rise of Skywalker when she does that with the sword thing? Yeah. Remember? Save it for that pod. Yeah, we'll save it for that pod. <laughs> so yeah, the they get the black box, they get the MacGuffin out, but then the militia's here, the fucking uh Ramsey's men. They're here to fucking clean shop. They're shooting. I think it's just the military of the country. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's like Because they're we, like, Hey, you guys crashed this plane, let's shoot you. <laughs> Take no prisoners, man. Take no prisoners. No, that's they're how here. they do it in Monte Quinto. <laughs> Monte Quinto. They're here for blood. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the family's kind of shooting. Dom is just standing in the middle of the open field with no cover. <laughs> He's totally fine. Yeah, um, Rome's, like, bulletproof. Yeah. Rome is bulletproof, and we get the first hints of uh, the theme, which we'll talk about in this movie, is the the theme of invincibility and mortality, which I think is a fascinating thing to talk about. We'll, we'll touch yeah. on that here in a little bit um he's getting shot at by a bunch of these dudes but he ends up going like full fucking like uh jedi sith mode and fall and and jedi survivor when you click both sticks together and it's like slow mo. Ah! and yeah. yeah and it's like you go slow mo so he's shooting all these people but he ends up living um we get back in the cars we're kind of driving or whatever and it's like El Minos, what the fuck does that mean it's like it's mines <laughs> you fucking idiot <laughs> we can probably guess that from a mile away <laughs> they start driving <laughs> through the minefields and they're like, are we, are the are these gonna trigger? And he's like, well, if, as long as we keep a consistent speed of over sixty miles an hour, we'll be totally fine. Is that? That's not how the force works. That's not how. Miles <laughs> you know I what think, I mean? I think they I just think, wanted to have like a nice like speed comp from that classic film. Sure, but I think no matter how fast you're going, if you hit a mine. That's good. That shit's going to explode. I think they're right? saying if you go fast enough, it doesn't because mines are attracted by um, I think these are magnetic, right? Are they? I don't know, dude. But Roman, I guess their, their point is they like, have you the know push those tire commercials where they show potholes and they're like, if you go fast enough with a tire that's inflated enough, it doesn't sink into the pothole. I think what they're saying is if we go fast enough and run over a landmine, it doesn't push it down far enough to trigger the detonation. Hmm. That might be the problem with my tires because I'm just going like really slow over these potholes. No, dude, you guys just fucking sent. Ka-chunk, ka-chunk. Yeah, so more jungle. Driving through the jungle, mines exploding. Driving around. You got Letty on a motorcycle. This is pretty cool. What do you think it's about this stuff. action sequence? What do you think about them driving through the minefield and this with this whole thing with like the militia? I think it's awesome. I, I especially like when Jacob shows up and snags the thing and then they're they're doing like the 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 race and uh Letty's on the motorcycle involved and then the bridge obviously is fantastic. 
Yeah, we'll talk about the bridge. I really do like the 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 foreshadowing shot of them going through the minefield and then it pans back to to Jacob's car and then it's just a fucking ass shot of of uh of fucking John Cena right there. It's like, oh, it's great. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I didn't love the beginning of this. I don't I find it less intriguing when they're just like doing gunfights. Like, especially gunfights like this, where it's like, there seems to be no consequence. I like that there has to be, there has to be a little bit of stakes, right? Like, I'll never forget, you know, shout out to Fast Amper Sam Furious, the the fight scene of uh, a Brian in the, where he like kicks the guy out the window. Remember how awesome that fight scene was? Yeah, it's like a Bourne movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I like stuff yeah. more like or that. Or Fast Five, where, where Hobbs' team gets like gunned down in the Rio streets. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this I'm not as crazy about, but yeah, we're going through. We're getting blown up by stuff. Letty makes it across. Dom makes it across. No shocker. They're going to be fine. <laughs> but uh, my ass is in fuego. Fucking Roman. Roman's on <laughs> Roman's on fire. Uh, he's he's driving the tanker, and he's going real, real slow. But he ends up getting caught like on fire on the back of the thing, and he's kind of like driving up, and it's kind of you know taking it really slow. But then he hits another landmine, and this is another laugh-out-loud moment, I think, for you because it launches his car up like – yeah, uh, at least 50 feet. And then he gets lodged between two fucking two things. rocks. Yeah. And then this is a moment that I really want to talk to you about because um, the Roman's car is lodged between these two fucking boulders and he's yep. slowly falling down towards a mine that's at the very bottom. Yep. Roman's that's unbuckling. He's unbuckling his fucking seatbelt. He's trying to kick open the glass to like try and get out of the thing or whatever. He ends up falling, narrowly missing the mine, but then starts walking towards tej and and ramsey and then the car like like hits the mine and blows up but it looks like it fucking crushes him yep (laughs) when i was in the theater i thought that they had just killed fucking Rogan. (laughs) and they could just so cavalier they just smash his ass i couldn't believe it i was like well that's a fucking way to kill off a main character right in the very beginning of your movie what a somber horrible thing because i was like i was like there's no way he lived through that shit like he just got smushed by a car they and dwell just, on it for a little bit too and they cut to reactions of, of tej and ramsey and they're just both like damn and then like <laughs> and, and then he just want he just like saunters out from behind the thing and i think it's really funny too because ram if i remember like ramsey looks ramsey is way more distraught by this and then tej is just like all right, my competition's gone or whatever. I was going to say, he's probably secretly excited because they still haven't hashed out what the whole dynamic is with the three of them. But That's a 10 thing, right? That's got to be a 10 thing. Uh, yeah. Figuring yeah. out the romance, the, the love triangle there. Lay Eiffel Tower, I think. <laughs> <laughs> What's this new movie rated? Is it PG-13? It's PG-13. That sucks, yeah. man. Fucking yeah. goddamn, that sucks, God. Shit, fuck. All right, so shit, boss, fuck. <laughs> but hey, Gad- Gal Gadot is gonna be in it, so that's cool. I don't know that. Do you know that? Oh, don't tell me if you know that. Don't tell me if you know that. I don't you know, know that? that, but I just, I just got a feeling in my bones. You know, Han's back. She's gotta come back. They gotta oh, have a happy God. reunion. They, if, they, they deserve. I'm telling it. you this right now. Yeah. If there's a scene in this new movie where Han and Giselle see each other and like get to they have that moment, to I'm gonna, moment. I'm gonna full on fucking cry. I can't wait for you to do that. I'm going to full-on fucking cry. This weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it just goes, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, right after Roman almost gets crushed by the car, it's like, dude, I thought you were dead. And he's like, oh, I thought it was. And then it's a 
cuts right back over. We got Dom. We got Dom and Letty. They're they're fucking rolling. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Keep rolling. And then uh, they get to a intersection of the fucking thing. Uh, car comes out of nowhere, hits Letty. Right, like, doesn't she get hit by Jacob's car or whatever, and she yeah. flies up into the air? Dom ends up like putting the reflex mode into like high gear and ends up like catches swerving her. his car around yeah. and catches her with the car. So we yeah. get the first. God damn, I just spilled wine all over my fucking desk. <laughs> we're we're going on pause. We're going on pause for a second. Pause. Shit. All right. Well, I'm gonna be smelling wine on my desk for ever. <laughs> it's like soaked into my fucking computer mat. Oh, damn. Sorry, man. No, it's okay. Um, yeah, so we, we yeah, where was I? V- Maddie gets hit. Magnet plane. I think. <laughs> the bridge and the magnet plane. No, no, no. We we well we missed the the moment. We get the moment, right? Letty gets caught by the car, and then it's um the face off. We see Jacob. He's in a, another equally looking car that would probably not survive in the tundra of Themyscira, wherever we are. Um <laughs> And the, he drives off with the MacGuffin. He gets the thing. Um, he's driving off. Uh, Letty and he's Dom. He's driving around, driving yeah. around. <laughs> he's driving around. Uh, Letty, Letty landed on the car. Dom's like, get in. And she like kind of crawls in through the window, and then they follow him. Then they roll through uh, they roll through an open field. Uh, but guess what? We got problems, whatever, uh, fucking bridge. Um, <laughs> we're getting to the end of the line here. Uh, if I remember correctly, the first people to go over the bridge, though, is uh, Tej, Roman, and Ramsey. Yes. They hit the bridge. It starts collapsing, but they're yep. able to kind of, like, scurry their way across. And they got fit- great traction, and they're able to ride up, like, Legolas climbing up the uh, the steps. Yeah, physics yeah. time. We're talking a two-ton, two-ton armored vehicle mm-hmm. is somehow able to ride this thing like fucking Mario or mm-hmm. whatever, like running up a wall when you get the cape. That's uh-huh. a really bad reference, but you know what I mean. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. he's running on the side of the thing. Woohoo! They, they, oh yeah, woohoo! They get to the they get the thing. They get up top. They made it across. Dom and Letty driving towards the thing. They're like, "What are we gonna do?" Or whatever. The before that, ho- helicopters, right? Aren't they shooting missiles at the cars or whatever? They're trying sure, to stop why them. Not? Yeah. yeah, there's missiles hitting the cars. They're trying to stop them. And uh, this is about the time where they kind of see the edge of the road a coming. So, <laughs> you gotta give me some rope, man. Give me some rope here. I can't. Jacob, I've seen this movie once. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it thrice. <laughs> Jacob rolls off the, the cliff. Mm-hmm. Jacob rolls. All off I know the is cliff. all I know is Jacob gets picked up by an airplane, and then Dom and Letty do the cars don't fly thing, and he gets the cable of the bridge attached around his wheel and he locks it in with the steering wheel and then swings across like Tarzan with a car. Yeah. So that's the part that I absolutely remember. I was just trying to get there. So yeah, I don't know how they get there, but that's what happens. (laughs) Well, Jacob rolls off the thing or whatever. And we see that like he's going down cypher picks him up, but then it's, yeah, Dom, there's no bridge. There's no bridge. And he's, and he's just silent the whole time. He does flip open the NOS canister and hits the NOS. Of course, yeah. First time we get Nas in the movie. There's a where's the bridge or whatever. It, it, my question to you is, how does he know that this is gonna work? Is this just a shot in the dark? Well, this this plays into the greater theme of the invincibility, and it's like, are they just naturally attuned with the road and things <laughs> that could be a road-like substance? You know, 
I think anything that can be attached to a car that will allow it to move with a certain trajectory, these guys are like geometry wizards. You know what I mean? They just like so, Dom do knows you, angles. Really do you think? Well. Yeah, Dom's a lucky girl. You know? Do you think Dom's vision is like it is in Batman Arkham Knight when you're trying to get a grapple? And it's like the little R1 circle comes up over ledges that are able to grapple onto. Do you think that's just what Dom sees at yeah, all the time? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think yeah. he's just like, can I wrap my tire around that, essentially? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of hot. Right? Can I wrap my tire around that? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they he hooks onto the thing. The, 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 the edge of the bridge somehow locks into the fucking tire is able to swing them, propel them over on the cliff and get them into uh, what I'm guessing is... It's the next country. Cause the next country. Because there's diplomatic immunity over there. Yeah. Because yeah. the, ch- the choppers immediately peel off. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so great. Yeah, so good action sequence, spoiled in the trailer. So I think that watching it this time, so much more cool because I forgot a lot of the nuance. But man, the first time I saw it in the theater, I was kind of bummed that I kind of knew, I knew where it was going. Mm, gotcha. That so, sucks. I did yeah. not, and I had a great time. I'm glad. Cars continue to fly. So. Cars fly, Dom. Turns out cars fly. Into space. Into space. And so now we get the scene on the plane. The family's, like, heading back home. Um, we get them kind of talking about stuff, talking about the MacGuffin. We get Broken Nose Guy, who I can never remember his name. Stasiak. Stasiak. Thank you so much. I don't know why it's so difficult. His nose is still busted. Name. Shocking. I don't know well, how. That's his character. He's broken nose man. He's broken nose guy. They're like, what are we going to do to this guy? Because otherwise he's a generic ass white guy. You know what I mean? Right, right. They go to a safe house, right? Doesn't he take so they're on the plane. Yeah, they go to a safe house at some point. But here's where we get the reveal is that Letty's like, was that Jacob in the car? Like, I knew that that was Jacob. And it's like, well, who's Jacob? Jacob is. My brother. My brother. <laughs> yeah. Bum, bum, and then yeah you get the whole soap opera moment where it zooms in on every character as they like react it's like the californians that's what, what I, that's <laughs> what <laughs> that's <laughs> Derek. you had a brother oh my god yeah so and then we get a flashback you know back to the day of the race we got john dom and jacob we get a little young jacob there uh we're watching over the wreckage of the car they're freaking out we got i i thought young jacob great looking look-alike i didn't think his acting was as good as young dom but i thought that he looks a lot like john cena like i thought the face structure like the bony structure i did think it was funny though that he's like a whole foot and a half shorter than dom tiny yeah tiny tiny dude and then he yeah. ends up growing up to be john cena who's like what six five massive i'll look massive. that up yeah. yeah. How tall is John Cena? I'll look at um, He's a big guy. Yeah, big, big, big guy. Big guy. So then we get the scene. This is the flashback. Da, 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 da. Six one, actually. He's only six one. Yeah, man. You could camera take him. adds four inches. Did I you think you that? could take him. You think I could take John Cena? How long did you last in a fight with John Cena? Are we like are we like fisticuffs? Like is this to boxing or is this like wrestling? To the, to death. the death? I don't know, like two minutes. <laughs> You think he's going to kill you in two minutes? I I'd get a couple good bites in. I think I'd like bite his ear off or something <laughs> on the way out. <laughs> Tyson style. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd spit it out and I'd be like, do you want to taste it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we get the flashback. And the whole point of the flashback is to kind of set up Jacob's character a little bit because he's 
it's right after their dad passed away on the racetrack. It's really sad, somber. They're trying to figure out everything. They're talking to the cops. Uh, but Jacob goes out to the back to see the flame, the wreckage of the car that's under their tarp. There's a there's a fucking dude that looks like Luke Luke Bryan that's standing by the car. He's the I'm pretty sure this is that Luke hit Bryan. their dad. He's the driver that hit the. But like, who is this guy? Is this Luke Bryan? Is this a country music star? Because he looks like he looks no better than fucking Ken Chesney. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. He definitely doesn't look as good as Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney's a good looking dude. Is Kenny? I Chesney? love that you called him Ken Chesney. <laughs> <laughs> you know me and Ken were on a first name basis. Hey Barbie. Hey Barbie. <laughs> um, yeah, this guy's being a real, real fucking twat. You know what I mean? Like I he's disagree. like. I disagree. I think he was just trying to pay his respects, and they came over up in his space, and he was like, "It's not my fault that the guy hit ran into a fence when I hit him." Yeah, but he's like, he's like, you're fuck. He's like, you're fucking dad, and he's like, I heard about you. You're a Toretto. Is like, it must be as hot. The the apple doesn't fall far from the. He's like trying to like, he's like goating this kid on. Like, they're a family of international terrorists, dude. They're like world-class criminals. Not yet. They will be. (laughs) He doesn't know that though. (laughs) This guy, he almost gets beat down with a wrench a couple minutes later by these kids. Totally justified. I say, I say, kill this guy. Sounds good. He, he I, I, yeah. So, the, but I like the sequence, right? Because like he's like clearly being like pretty, if anything, apathetic towards the whole situation, considering that these kids just lost their father, right? Yeah, their father. So, so yeah, he's 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 being a whole big dick. Uh, J- Jacob goes to like hit him with the wrench, which I think is a cool shot. Like he grabs the fucking wrench and the thing, and I was like, yeah, come on, let's go beat his ass. But then Dom intervenes. He starts doing some stuff. He's like, oh, you're another Toretto. It's like you're fucking hotheads or whatever. And then, like, the t- corners turn. Dom ends up throwing the first punch or whatever. And then, a guy. Uh, yeah. yeah, he beats the shit out of him. But then, This is what so, they talk about in the first movie. Yep. 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 And then Dom's the one that goes to jail. And we get the, we get the shot of Dom in jail. And then, uh, yeah, so that's the end of the flashback. And then what we get is old John Cena, old Jacob, kind of walking into the the safe house, and we get to see, uh, we get to catch up with what Cipher's doing. Oh, what's God. up? What's old Cipher up to? But we also Let's get not the, spend too much time on this, yeah. <laughs> not spend too much time, but what we also get, which is another thing that I want to ask you about, is the addition of, uh, I'm gonna call him Swedish wannabe terrorist, Swedish right? Chef. His Swedish name's chef. Otto. His name's Otto. Yeah. What a terrible. I think he's German. Terrible name. I hate this character. Oh, he's terrible. It's the, we talked about this when we were watching the movie. The, they can't get away from this B villain thing where it's like we have this big movie star who's going to be the villain. But right. we also have to have a B villain who's actually bad that will not turn good at any point in time. They did it with Jaiman Hunsu and Furious 7 with uh, Shaw. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. It's just very strange. The B villain in Fate of the Furious is that guy from Game of Thrones who just gets like murked. Remember when Dom just yeah. like kills that guy? I liked sick. him. I liked, I liked him. him too. This guy's terrible. This guy's awful. And he doesn't do anything cool. I think that that's his biggest He's just like popping off to Cypher back at the base all the time. Yeah. And we'll we'll talk about it later, but they have the whole Star Wars discussion, right? Where I'm that's just like – the sit- worst scene of the movie for me. I'm like, what is this? What What, what am I watching? And I think that he his character is just so ill advised, and uh, yeah, I, I I hate it. Like you don't make a he- that's a, that's a tale as old as time with bad guys in movies, right? You get a heavy, and then you get the bad guy, right? But this guy's the heavy, but he's not a heavy. He's like a little thin, like little 
he's a little prison twink. Boy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he's a little twink. And he's got a like, little bear cub relationship going on there. Yeah. And every time they show him, he's wearing a different flashy satin suit. And I'm like, nothing about this guy is intimidating at all. Like, and I don't find him particularly frightening. He's just kind of fucking around. And um, reminds me of Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. Not intimidating in the slightest. Are you sure? It's strawberry. <laughs> Being what? Yeah, get some Jolly Ranchers up in this place. But yeah, okay. So, how did you feel about this whole scene? We got Cipher back. I know that you're the biggest Cipher fan in the world. How did you feel about? How did you feel about Charlie Theron and Cipher in this movie? So I don't like it. <laughs> There's this weird underlying thing where the eight, this, and then ten. She's in the trailer, so. Cypher is a reoccurring like thorn in their side because they decided to instead of having Shaw be a reoccurring villain, which would have been cool, they decide to have Charlie's their own doing just just the weirdest, the weirdest decisions I've ever seen. She's doing her whole spacey like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm too smart. I'll figure out a way out of here. And she's like looking around. She thinks she's being like cool and shit, but she's not. We do, I guess, learn in this scene, though, that Jacob is indeed the one that kidnapped her from the plane, and they're using her to help them hack into Project Ares because they're going to hold people for ransom like every bad guy does. Because bad guy, it's an bad guy, bad guy plot. It's an offshoot of the God's Eye, which also hacked into satellites. So it's literally Death Star 2 to Furious 7's Death Star. <laughs> yeah, it's like. They have a bunch of things, all with Death Star tech. It's like, it's gonna crack that door open like an egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I agree. I don't love Cipher as a character generally. I think that she's probably one of the weaker things about the franchise. But I I like her better in this than in Eight. I think she's delivering her lines a little bit more coherently, and I think they also like focus on her a little less, which I think is can only be positive <laughs> for this <So>. movie. <laughs> So you like her better because she's not in it as much, which is, again, an argument in my favor that she's a terrible character. She's not a great character. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I really, because I'm excited I, to see Michelle Rodriguez whoop her ass in Fast X. Yeah, me too. And I hope that, I hope that God will, and I hope they give her something better to do because I love Charlie Theron. There's already two they, new villains in that movie, though, with Brie Larson and, and Momoa. Brie Larson is not a villain. Oh, she's not? I mean, well, I don't want to say anymore if you don't know anymore. Oh, and she worked for Mr. Nobody. Well, here's my I, – so I don't know. Uh, this is totally conjecture. I think he, she's his sister. She's Dom's sister? I think I think, I think, think that she's another Fucking Tormetto. Christ. <laughs> There's no way that she's a villain too. Like I bet that – I bet Brie Larson is, is another Toretto. All right. Well, we'll talk about two blonde actresses that I'm not a big fan of in that movie when it comes out. So, <laughs> Who knows, dude? Maybe this will redeem it. Maybe this is the year of the Brie Larson for John. Maybe – she does this. She's good. Ms. Maybe the Marvels is good. It, it, you never know. Don't, you know, never discount. Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Caspian C. We go to the base, right? We're here at the base. Yeah. The So the family has a hideout in the Caspian Sea. Cool. Cool. Why, How the why fuck not? did they get this? Doesn't I matter. have no idea. Um, it's probably from Stasiak, right? And it also doesn't seem like the most... Former it's, FBI contacts. It's like old, too. It's like when they go to Crate in The Last Jedi, and they're just like, it's all this old shit and rusty speeders and, you know, whatever. And it's, it's from the like, Cold War days. 
they show the establishing shots of the Caspian Sea or whatever. And it's a bunch of like fucking wood boathouses. And then they got yeah, this goddamn thing. I'm like, where are you going to put the cars? This is a movie about people driving cars. Where are you going to hide? Where, where, yeah. where is this? <laughs> this is clearly one of those moments where it's like, this is a set. They had this set designed. It's a cool set, but it doesn't necessarily make sense for the location. Sure. But yeah. Sure. What'd you think about their base? Did you care? Do you care? It's fine. It's fine. It's, they, they don't spend a whole lot of time in it. There's so many secret bases in these movies these days. They all kind of blend together for me, to be honest. The I only thing just... I remember about this one is that it has old tech. So they have this the establishing scenes of them like setting stuff up. Yeah. I kind of miss the high rise set from, uh, was it six, right? Where they're doing the yeah. whole map thing with the, with, yeah. with the rock. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But regardless, they're here. They're chilling. They're talking about this is the scene that we get. So uh, get your opinion on this. Roman comes in. Tej and, and Ramsey are hanging out. They're doing some bullshit or whatever. They're probably macking behind the scenes. And then Roman comes in. He's like, you know, guys, I got this theory. I think we might be fucking invincible. Think about this. Every single time that we've gotten into trouble, every time we got into danger, shit happens to us. Look at this. Look at my jacket. He's like, not a single bullet hole. He's like, I got shot at by a whole group of militia, and I didn't even get a fucking scratch. He's like, we must be invincible. That's the only logical conclusion. And they play this up so much that I actually didn't expect the payoff to be a joke where it's like it's – like, Take a jacket, dickhead, or whatever. He kind of like throws it back at him. Um, but I think yeah. this is a fascinating concept to bring up, and I wonder if it's going to play into Fast 10 at all. Yeah, when they start time traveling, I think it definitely plays into it. Superheroes. The thing is, is that, like, and here's what I'm excited to see about Fast 10, is that, like, how much continuity there's going to be because of the director change with Justin Lin stepping out. Like, I'm worried that some of these seeds are not necessarily going to continue to stay planted and, like, be given room to grow. It seems like they're 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 tying this installment all the way back to fast five at least so i, I think there will be some connected tissue for oh, sure man i forgot about that trailer until you brought up fast five and i was like oh man i might have to rewatch fast five this week yeah yeah definitely i re i rewatch fast five like once a month so. <laughs> toretto i'll see you soon no you won't, won't. Cause so, yeah our family uh, just got bigger oh man so good so yeah. they're hanging out uh, Dom's cleaning his shotgun. He loves his shotgun. He's stroking that thing. Uh, Letty comes in. He's 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 just like loading it for no reason. Uh, they're hanging out. They're talking about stuff. Uh, I'm getting a little lost here. I'm lost in the weeds. Oh, this is when Jordana Brewster shows up. So Mia's back. Yeah, Mia's back, and she Mia's tells him that Brian, Big B's looking after Little B. Yep, Big B's looking after Little B, but Mia's like, you know, this is this is our brother or whatever. This is what, so. This is the interesting thing is that like, you know, this is why it's like uh, maybe Brie Larson isn't related to the Toretto's. There's no I'm, way they have another sibling. <laughs> here's an idea. Here's an idea. What if she's, she's an O'Connor? What if yeah, she's, she's an O'Connor? O'Connor. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you excited now, off. buddy? No. <laughs> <laughs> just leave the O'Connors alone. <laughs> Let them rest in peace. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, Mia's like, this is our brother. This is Jacob. Like, we have to take care of this. She's like, I, I'm not going to leave here with that. Or whatever. She shows up in fucking hoop earrings and high heels. And it's like, are you really dressed for battle, Mia? I don't know. Always. Are you ready? <laughs> Always. Like, you Mia's ready, ready to that? tussle whenever. Uh, man, yeah. And so this is the first time we've seen Jordana Brewster since five? Seven. seven? Oh, so since seven. Damn. That's a long time. Very long time. Yeah. Um. What are we doing here? There. She said. Well, at this moment too, they do talk. They they talk about how 
Han and Giselle knew about Project Aries or something. Like Mr. Nobody said that they were his contacts or something, some shit like that. I don't remember. Maybe that's later. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They're looking All up- I know is they're going to split up, right? Because Han's last correspondence from Tokyo is where Letty and Mia are going to yes. go investigate the postcard. And exactly. then everyone else is going to go find Jacob in Scotland. Yeah. That, and that's the plan. Yeah, you're exactly right. Is that they have the two things that they need. They need to figure out what's going on with, you know, they have to figure out what's going on with Han, but then they also have to figure out what's going on with Jacob. So, yeah, they split up. They split the gang up, but they're talking about the things. So it's like the the devices, they fucking show Mario question block puzzle. Remember that shit? They show that thing in the thing. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, they they talk about how it's not like it's not the God's eye tracker for like all human life. It's like a military conduit. Right. Like it's like. I don't know if you can help it me can clear hack that one into up. any computer controlled system. So it's essentially the God's eye, but instead it's of a- seeing everything that you want, you just control it. So it's, you know, the same, but different. <laughs> same, but different. That's the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're hanging out, but then it's like, we got this transmission or whatever, and we, we might think that it might have something to do with it and whatever. And they put up fucking Han Hans on the, fr- Hans on the screen, everybody. And they're like, no way, this isn't possible. He has to have something to do with this. Da, 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 da. So they're like trying to figure out what Han has to do with this device. Uh, Dom's like, oh, I found this fucking postcard or whatever. It's like, you might want to check this out. Lady looks at it. It's like, oh, is it Mexico? And he's like, well, I got this the day the Han died. And she's like, well, what's it have to do with fucking anything? And he's like, check the postmark. And it says Tokyo. You know what else got sent the day that Han, di- Han died was the package the bomb. From, for the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine the postman dropping both of those off? He's like, oh, two pieces of mail from Tokyo. That's weird. <laughs> what a coincidence or whatever. Wow. And then he's like, imagine you, you're in your UPS truck and you drive like a couple blocks down the street. And you hear this, this mushroom cloud. I keep going. You. I don't stop. So we get another flashback here, I'm pretty sure, before we split up again. And we get uh, the two guys that I can never remember the names of. Stinky and Pete, right? Or whatever. They're... Leo and Santos. <laughs> what are their names? Leo and Santos. Leo and Santos. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're welcome. They're talking in prison. Dom's fixing cars in prison. I don't know if they have this job in prison, but if they have this job... Seems like an okay prison job. Better than making license plates. Sure. Or maybe it's not. I don't know. You, I don't know. I don't know what I'd rather do. You'd probably be the chef in prison. What would I be? The bottom? So he gets out of prison and uh, <laughs> he gets out of prison and he immediately goes to a fucking street race because of course he does. He's Dominic Toretto. Right. Uh, but he gets the idea from Santos and, and uh, Carlos that they're, they're talking. The hood about, was sabotaged. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, oh, a fire like that or a spark like that on the thing. It was like you had to do something with the thing and the carbonators and the carb. 
and he's like, oh, fucking shit. And somehow, somehow he traces this back and he's like, Jacob set the car on fire, which this is another one of those plot holes where it's kind of just like, you know, you just kind of have to suspend your disbelief a little bit. But they go to street. Dom go, Dom gets out of prison. Immediately goes to street race. It's Jacob. He's rising. He's he's hanging out with the hot ladies. It's like who wants next? He's doing the whole Toretto thing, like the whole the arms out Toretto gesture. And then Dom's like, I said I got next or whatever. And he comes up to the thing and they have the whole thing. He's like, you and me we race. If I win, or he's like, if you win, like you know, all's forgiven. Basically, we're going to be just fine or whatever. But he's like, if I win, you keep driving. You never stop driving. You never leave. You come back. You never come back here. <laughs> and uh, so it's the classical. It's the classic conundrum. Do lose I lie? Leaves town. Yeah, it's loser leaves town. But think about it. Think about think about it as Jacob. Yeah. My father was in debt in massive, massive debt. Mm-hmm. And asked me to sabotage his car to save the race to help our family. But instead of telling Dom the truth, yep, I'm going to lie, yep, and race him and leave and never come back and then eventually turn into a bad guy CIA operative. Right. What the fuck? I don't know. Is this decision? I think that this is. I I'm able to look past it because it's like you know I like the movie so much, but. It, it's a weird it's a weird decision. You would assume that they're they're brothers. They've been they've grown up together. Like you, you don't They don't see them. they don't ever show that they really like each other though. Like Dom's the clearly the favorite. And so Jacob's got the little little brother jealousy syndrome going, right? Sure. But so you maybe maybe you could say having this one ounce of truth means a lot to Jacob because it's something that he shared with their dad that Dom doesn't know about. And even though it's fucked up, he's just like, I'll take it to the grave if I have to kind of situation. <laughs> but it's like, why you don't have to Jacob, you don't have to take this to the grave. Like you're both older, mature, John, D- John <laughs> Dom's been in prison for how long? It's like, <laughs> it's like, imagine. Well, there's also in this scene, doesn't he like, isn't he like, Hey, I got next. And he's like, Dom, when'd you get out? We should, we should, catch up and he's like i said i got next so maybe he was initially gonna tell him and then dom was being an asshole about it and he's like all right fuck you." that's a good point yeah that's a good point and they're both young right they're supposed to be kind of like i mean jacob and dom look no older than like 25 24 here maybe a little maybe somewhere around there so it's like you know they're younger they might be like oh uh we don't think we can handle this he can't handle this we got to do this i got this macho machismo shit and they're like talking like you know i got to yeah, I gotta keep dad's promise. I promise I wouldn't tell I wouldn't tell Dom or whatever. It's like, you know, so maybe maybe that's a good point. But I still I still I think that it would have been like the sensible decision would have been to instead of abandoning your only living family, for all we know. I think the smarter choice here would have just been like, all right, Dom, you won the race. That's cool. But hey, just hear me out real quick. Our dad was in massive debt and asked me to sabotage the car. Totally an accident. Super sorry about it. Let's go to Waffle House. You know yeah, I mean? should should have done it. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't. Instead, Jacob, uh, Jacob hits a nos a little too early. He does the premature inoculation and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he ends up spiraling he out. Yeah. <laughs> he ends up spiraling around and then Dom's like too early. And then he hits the nos and wins the race. Jacob goes, no. And then keeps on driving. He goes right through all the. <laughs> that, I thought that shot was hilarious where he doesn't even stop. He just he literally takes it literally and just goes. Yep, and he just keeps on driving. Yep, keep on keeping on. 
keep on keeping on. And then, yeah, we get just like we did in the very beginning. We kind of get that slow kind of like fade in or whatever. And then it's old Jacob driving around, fucking still driving, still making his way in the world. Making my way downtown. <laughs> Riding fast, faces plashing them home brown. Now I'm lost. Okay. Now I'm lost. So this is. Give me so one. Team, give me. Yeah. Oh, the Tom teams, goes back to the racetrack. Yeah, he, he meets with Rooker. I think that's actually before this flashback gets triggered. Like I think that's how it's because he's in a mechanics hmm, office, maybe right. or maybe it's after. But all we know is that he talks to. He talks to Rooker about what happened, and Rooker like took the brother in for a little bit before he actually like left and went out on his own because you know that he's a literal child <laughs> who didn't have any parents or family. Yeah. Um, and they're you know I I thought this was hilarious where he gives Dom a Corona and Dom doesn't drink any of the Corona and then just sets it down and leaves once he gets the information that he wants. Very uncharacteristic of our guy. Dominic. But also, what a sign of disrespect. If you give Dominic Toretto a Corona and he doesn't drink it, you you best watch your back. Because, it's not like, Rooker's fault. I, I don't understand why they're – like, and we don't see that character again for the rest of the movie. Like, that guy gets no resolution whatsoever. It's it's very strange. No. I, so here – I mean, quick question. Do you like – did you like Michael Rooker in the movie? I always like Michael Rooker in any movie. Yeah, it's hard to dislike him frustrating he's not utilized more i thought i remember my theory we were watching the movie and i my theory was that rooker killed their dad yeah remember that i forgot i wasn't i wasn't quite right it was it was jacob instead but say love you but yeah i like this scene i think that it's you know michael rooker's just a fucking what a class act man i mean yondu fucking the small rats small rats (laughs) (laughs) he's so good michael rooker's good in everything um yeah and uh yeah, the whole the whole scene, like I just I like the conversation. He's like, you got to know what you're looking for, and he's like, you know, he's like a Toretto's not a Toretto without their convictions or whatever. He's just trying to like guard everything. You can just he's just a good facial actor. Michael Rooker's got a great face, just a really great emotive actor. So, chiseled face, yeah, chiseled face, and that long hair. We should probably check where Buddy was on January six. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh God, yeah. What if that's the prologue of Fast 10? <laughs> the insurrection? It's just Cypher and Buddy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, if they can somehow tie Cypher into the insurrection, what There's no fun. way Charlize would allow that to happen. There's yeah, no yeah. way. <laughs> what if they let the God's Eye fall into the wrong hands, though? How about that? And by wrong hands, do you mean like Donald Trump's hands or like the QAnon shaman's hands? Yeah, the sh- the shaman was what I was thinking of. The QAnon he's shaman. Just, he's just watching die. Hillary Clinton with it. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Fast ten. That's not happening. We'll co- we'll come up with the we'll come up with no. Nope. Fast ten's just a revenge movie. I love I love a good revenge movie. Yeah, me too. Come All on. right. So then it's Tokyo. I know this. Tokyo. Tokyo? Yeah, we're going to Tokyo, everybody. Hanging on. We're hanging out with Michelle Rodriguez and fucking uh, Jordana Brewster. And we're going yeah, to get some ramen. The, they're eating the most delicious looking bowl of ramen I've seen. Oh, my Lord. Arigato. They get the thing from the thing. They get the ramen. They're sitting down. They're talking about it. Uh, it's beautiful. I think it's funny. Like, Jordana Brewster is clearly, like, taking a couple bites in between things. But they never, like, they they, they have these huge bowls of soup. And they. They never it's take not, a bite or two. Yeah, yeah. Eating in movies is always super distracting to me because you ne- – like – They're not actually eating. Yeah. They're not actually eating. Most of the time when actors are eating in a the movie, they have a spit bucket. Have you ever heard of the spit bucket? 
I just eat that shit. That'd be a real big problem for me. You say that until you have to take like 150 bites of like uh, something gross. That's a good point. Yeah. But, but imagine yeah. if you had to eat it. You were in a scene and you had to eat like an In-N-Out burger. Okay. Yeah. How many bites would you take before you're like, I should probably start spitting? Never. I'm not a spitter. I mean, I ain't no quitter. <laughs> Nice. Thank you. So, yeah, uh, Letty and uh, me are talking over these bowls of ramen. They're talking. They're hanging out. Seeing little Brian. He's like, she's like, oh, he had to hide in the thing in the ground. We were real scared about this. She's like, it, it excited me, though, right? Doesn't, isn't she like, I miss the juice? <laughs> she's like, I miss, I miss the juice. The juice. <laughs> but she's like, we never <laughs> used to have to hide. We were always fine about, like, staying out in the open. We were fine with, like, taking the shots. Like, we're, we were a family. We were blah, blah, blah. And then – um. You know, Letty sees something real weird, which is not that weird. She sees a Mexican, uh, what, right? Mexican flag, Mexico flag, Mexican flag in Tokyo. Yep. Mexican flag in Tokyo, which surely there have to be more than one, <laughs> right? You think? <laughs> but they treat this as in like, like when this scene starts, like playing, a national like, treasure yeah, revelation. That's yeah. exactly what I was about to hear. I was like, dun 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 dun. They're like, there's no way that there could be a Mexican flag in Tokyo. That's fucking insane or whatever. And then they show <laughs> things. So they saw that. But then yeah, we get a cut wrap that we're going to Kalagna. Everybody, we're here in Kalagna, and uh, um, Kalagna. Oh, I don't know. It's Germany, Kalagna. Uh, yeah, okay. Seems Cologne, like sorry. <laughs> Cologne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Is this the is this the Tokyo Drift part two? Yes, this is this is the Tokyo Drift boys. Fuck yeah, they're, dude. They're working on a they're working on a rocket powered Fiero and uh, this shit's awesome. Yeah, so it's Lucas Black, it's fucking Twinkie. They're all hanging out. This is an awesome scene, and this is Roman and Tej rolling up to like check on these their boys or whatever. Um, first time that they've all met, right? Yes. Okay, cool. We are led to believe, but yeah. Like but Dom we, set, set up the meeting, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, what a great scene. Lucas Black, shout out. I mean, he looks... God, he looks insane in this movie. He's got, he does, I'm he's not got like this wild-ass beard. Yeah. The craziest facial expressions while he's piloting the remote-control rocket car. That's, I remember that was when... That's you and I. Increased. That's when I cheered, right? Yes, you did. You gave the loud clap when Lucas Black showed up on screen. You were like, "Yes, yes, <laughs> it's Lucas Black." <laughs> and they're all hanging out. Yeah, they're testing the rocket-powered Fiero car. They got the thing. They're waiting for the jet to take off. And he's like, "Y'all seeing ten-second cars? We'll say hello to the two-second car, or whatever." The two-second car. <laughs> yeah, except for he sounds like fucking Bubba Gump from. Goddamn, so Forrest Gump. fucking funny. I like how they're all cheering that it didn't explode. They're like, normally they explode, <laughs> and then it explodes. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. I, Why are they meeting with them again, though? So I think they're meeting with them for like tech, right? For what? For the rocket car? I guess. Well, they don't the know car. that they need the rocket car yet. Yeah, I think they're just looking for fast cars, or they come here for the magnets. No, yeah. they are looking for cars. You're right. That's that's exactly why they're there. They need they need cars. They need cars, but they Europe. don't need like specifically space cars yet. No, nope, they just, they just need, need cars. cars. Mm-hmm. That's it. So yeah, then we're here. We're Look looking at, at you, cars. man. You're really putting it together. 
My one single mind makes a mookie. (laughs) My one brain cells run around in like a hamster wheel. It's like plot, 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 plot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we get this. Uh, They're excited about the car blowing up. Like you said, it's a great scene. I mean, just great. Come on. I mean, fucking shout out. Do we think that Lucas Black and these guys are going to be in 10? Yes. I sure hope so. I think everyone's going to be in 10. Everyone. Living or dead. <laughs> They're all coming back. Cole God, Hauser. I'm worried. I, I really, really hope. I, I feel like it would have been like made the news, but I really, really hope there's no like CGI fucking Leia style Brian O'Connor in this movie. That's the only person that I don't think will be in it, to be fair. God, I hope not. I think the God, blue car will be in it. Sure. Would you be mad if there was like a on your left type situation, but it's just a car that comes out and Deus Ex Machina saves saves Ben from something? Uh, nah, nah. What if he literally like says, Dom, on your left? I don't think they'll do it. But. I don't think they'll do that either. I think at most, I think the most that you're ever going to get is the end of this movie, which we'll talk about when we get to the end. But, um, no, just no CGI recreations, please, for the love of God. Weta, don't don't do that to me. Um, let him rest in peace. Uh, so then it's London. Yeah, so this is Vin and um, Helen Mirren. Yeah, Vin, Vin Diesel's got a crush on Helen Mirren, and oh he put this God. scene in this movie just to have him be able to drive in a car with Helen Mirren and play. Helen fucking- Mirren, what a firecracker, by the way. Oh, she's fantastic. Don, she's Vin is Vin's just like funny. Vin's like badass. trying to play hide the salami and and <laughs> she's she's trying to just drive this Lambo. You know what I mean? They're driving through the streets of London. Don't tell Letty. <laughs> yeah, she literally says like you're my favorite American, which is funny. They're totally the thing that. The thing they, that I their think chemistry is, is is so hot. They're, it's palpable. It's palpable. It's palpable. Yeah. The the funny thing for me, this scene is literally only in here so Helen Mirren can be in the movie. He yeah. just meets with Helen Mirren because all he knows is that his brother's in London. He just doesn't know where. And in the same conversation, she drives him to exactly where his brother is <laughs> because it's like <laughs> he always point. hangs out here. <laughs> it's like okay, cool, I guess. Yeah, this is one of those scenes where it's like, you know, I, I like Helen Mirren. I'm fine with them having like a nice conversation, so I don't mind the scene. But it's like it's a totally pointless chase. But I, I just think it's funny how into it that Vin is. He's got like, this he's like, just, shit-eating grin on his face. Yeah. He's like <laughs> laughing the whole time. He's like, oh, everything she says, uh-huh. he's laughing at. Ooh, and it's ooh, like ooh. he just has such a crush on Helen Mirren. And he, did you see on his Instagram he posted her for Mother's Day? It's amazing. <laughs> It's amazing. I love it. I love it. Uh, I hope they end up together. I think that'd be really funny. Is is Vin Diesel married? He's got to be married, right? I think he's married. Yeah. He's married. Okay. Good for Remember, we talked about this. We looked up him at the premiere with his wife in another fast cast, and he's, like, loaded. <laughs> he's just, like, absolutely <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Oh, man. What do you think the sh- What do you think the odds are? You know how sometimes like famous writers, directors, actors will show up at screenings for like their big movies. What do you think the odds are of this guy, of Vin showing up at our screening for this movie? I'm going to say low. 12%. Per- 12%. <laughs> That's not a plan. <laughs> it's part of a plan. 
that's a fake laugh. It's real. <laughs> no, I think I, you know, I, Vin Diesel showing up to a screening in Cleveland. Point oh five percent. That seems more accurate. Maybe if we drove over to like Detroit, Motor City, you know. Vin Diesel ain't going to no Detroit. <laughs> no way. Yeah, it's probably L.A. or bust, right? It's California or nothing. Yeah, that, that dude, sucks. That dude doesn't like, barely leave the state unless they're filming a movie. In Georgia, yeah. Yeah, we got to get on a set, man. We got to get on this. We got to get on a movie set in Georgia. How, how have we not done that yet? Just hang out in Atlanta until we're yeah. in the background of, a, of like, the Marvels. Yeah. Be funny. I'll take it. So, yeah, now we're at the party. We're at the white linen party. For once, Vin shows up in not white. He's here in black. Yeah, looks good. Looks great. Yeah, the letter jacket. So does John Cena. He's wearing a full suit with the cross over the tie, which is a good look. Good look and if, if I wore that Pimping suit, like how funny would that shit look? How comical would, would that look, shit look? No, I think you look great. I think you'd go from being the bottom of the prison to the top. I feel like I would look like David Byrne from fucking Talking Heads. <laughs> <laughs> like if I wore if I wore John Cena's suit. Yeah, that's a music joke for all you friends out there. Uh, yeah, so he shows up at the uh, he shows up at the party. The guys like uh, what's his name Han Solo or no Luke Skywalker's like, you want these girls? I got girls. You want a girl? Yeah, we can hang out with the girls. They're all contractually obligated to be here. Um, I'm like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, what is this? Post me too, as well. Yeah, I was like, I was like, this legality here is not what classic I Fast and Furious, am I right? Yeah, right. Uh, uh, so yeah, yeah, they let Vin, they let Vin into the building. They're like, Jacob's inside. You can go inside. Check him out. Yeah, he's like cleaning Jacob, his gun and at a party. Jacob's cleaning his gun at the bar of this party with no bartender. Yeah, he's got a Lloyd situation going on there for sure. <laughs> How's my credit in here, Lloyd? It's good, Mr. Peacemaker. <laughs> He's doing the fucking dance or whatever. It's fucking Robert Patrick. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh man, Robert Patrick as the as the bartender, like a ghost bartender. That's a yeah. movie. Yeah. A remake of The Shining with John Cena as Jack Torrance would be interesting. Honestly, I'm not opposed i think that that would be sacrilege and jack nicholson would probably turn over in his grave but i don't think he cares he's also alive so you can't turn over in his grave yet i think you mean kubrick <laughs> that's true he's have you seen the photo <laughs> have you seen photos of that guy recently though yeah he looks right like from... what i think he looks like what i think you're gonna look like and like <laughs> that's mean <laughs> no, no 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 he just he's just like he yo fuck so... it i don't care i'm here deal with you don't it think i'm gonna care about my appearance in a couple years <laughs> no not a couple years and when you're like 90 that's what i imagine you looking like oh okay maybe <laughs> i don't think i'll live that long <laughs> uh, oh, yeah so then there's the whole scene in the bar guns 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 we got guns we're gonna shoot each other with guns but then they hold each other's up with the guns this scene's in the trailer too where they end up getting the guns pointed back at each other um pretty cool pretty cool yeah yeah it's fine but he then it's like, basically the like, only thing that really happens in this scene isn't he just like dumb you don't really know what you think you do or something like that the classic it's literally all I'm a bad guy with the secret that but i'm not gonna tell you yeah it's all hot air it's just hot air blowing out John Cena's ass. It's just a setup for Cardi B. So. Exactly. And the setup for Cardi B is that Luke Skywalker is like, hey, fucking. You're arrested. I, 
Yeah, he's like, yeah, you're under arrest, basically. And he's like, I got yeah, friends to Interpol. The citizen arrest, yeah. Uh-huh. And he's like, we're going we're gonna to take you away, Dom. And he's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll go with these people. And they do. They load him into the van, and he goes away with Interpol. It's like, did Dom, what was your plan, Dom? Was your plan to just talk with Jacob and then get out of prison? No, he, I think he, he, did a, he did a classic James Gordon switcheroonie on us, and he already contacted Interpol people. Because his friend Cardi B works for Interpol. That's a good call, actually. Yeah. Because remember, they spent a lot of time with Interpol in Furious 6. So, because that was also in London. Mm, that's a good Vin point. must have like, a slam piece in London or something. They go there way too much in these movies. So, it's Rita Ora, baby. It's, it's Helen good, Mirren, baby. probably. It's <laughs> Helen Mirren, too. That's a good point. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, Cardi B. Let's talk about the Cardi B. Do we uh, have to? Because I couldn't understand a word she said. <laughs> I couldn't understand a word she Man, said. Man, I don't know what the fuck you just said, little kid. <laughs> but you're special. She is – Cardi B is inaudible. Yeah. Who, who and thought – And so is Vin Diesel. So it's really funny that it's just like <laughs> – it's just mumbles. And, and it's like two people speaking Klingon with no subtitles. Yeah. 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 Wild. <laughs> it's like oh my god what is this scene but basically we, the only thing we get is that she tosses him the gun in the bag and he's, she's like oh there's biometrics on the fucking gun you can use this to track down jacob yeah okay yep so we're tracking down jacob everybody but yeah, we're flashback to Tokyo. I'm pretty sure at this point we go back to Tokyo. We got Mia. They 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 went. They just broke into this motherfucker's apartment with the Mexican flag. Don't think that's legal, even in Tokyo. I know they got different laws out there, but um, they break into the the apartment. Uh-huh. It's like oh, there's photos of Han on the wall. Because uh, it's Han's apartment, and so then, they're not really breaking in if they they oh, expecting a friend. Yeah, it's a good point, but. Then mm-hmm. we get some shit that's going on. There's a there's a young Japanese girl that's in the apartment, and yep. then motherfuckers come out of the walls and they're like, "Oh, we got guns, we got firing guns, we're gonna shoot you." Um, yeah. So then fight yeah. fight breaks out. Cool fight. Big fight. Yeah. Lots of people getting hit with cast irons. Tables breaking. Classic Letty like getting thrown into a wall and then somehow like pressing the circle button to get back up immediately <laughs> and then just giving it. She's- Giving the guy the stone cold stunner. <laughs> she's doing a quick time event where it's like mash circle or whatever. Just, yeah, dude. She's great. Oh man. No one throws hands like Letty. Dude, you just saying that like saying that out loud, can you imagine if like Naughty Dog made like Fast a Furious game? Oh yeah. my god. Can I you can imagine? imagine quite a bit? <laughs> I, I think I think that might be apex for me in life. His body just floats up to heaven. <laughs> oh so yeah, then the fight the whole fight ends with Letty. Um, he, she Ronins the motherfucker from Endgame and like jumps, yeah, him, dude. jumps him out the window and lands on his back. Brutal. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But then uh, someone, <laughs> someone's playing Tommy. Someone's playing Tommy from The Last of Us Part Two yeah. with yep. a shot with a sniper rifle at the end of this fucking neon yep. hallway in Tokyo, and yep. they're shooting down these motherfuckers. They're coming to rush him. But then we get that shot, man. We get the fucking shot. Of Hero the shot. sniper rifle, and it is the, the the music is like, and then it's there. It's on. It's on. With the haircut. Mm-hmm. Kind of unrecognizable, and until until he like comes into full frame. 
I was yep. like, whoa. The wild thing for me, this was great, by the way. I love this action sequence. That was cool. Yeah, it was He's very back. Cool. Love that character. Cool to see but Nia then, fighting as well. Just shout correct. out. Yeah. Again, she's great at hitting people with the pans and stuff. Um, but then as soon as they show Han's face, it cuts to the next scene. Like they don't, they don't, they don't come back to it until later, which is wild shit. It is, yeah. And, the next and time why... we see him is when they bring him to the base. So it's just like, oh, oh, okay. I guess we're not gonna say hi here that we get to see. So strange. Isn't it? It is strange, but it's also like this movie is kind of like this movie is kind of like Infinity War. Fast. No pun intended. It just moves. It is fast. It is fast, yeah. but it's also like it reminds me a lot of Infinity War, right? Where it's like there's the scenes of like, what are you going to do? This person and this it's person. Like, the sanctum remains unguarded. I must go for help. And he's like, I'm going to call an old friend. And then it's his Steve Rogers thing. And before we even get to see fucking Steve Rogers, it's cut to the Guardians, right? So it's like this movie knows that they want to tease these characters. That's why I'm excited for 10 because I feel like it's just going to be all that all the time. Yeah, the putting the team back together sequence in 10 oh, is going to be hype. I can't wait. Hype. Yeah, I can't wait. I hope they're like, wait. we're going to need a chameleon, a guy who can blend in. And it's just Han <laughs> just eating some pussy somewhere. <laughs> Close-up shot. Right and then he's going to phone call. Hey, Dom, what's up? I'll be right there. <laughs> Sorry, baby. <I> just... <laughs> <laughs> takes out a couple bills and like throws them down <laughs> they call they call han and he's on the set of the obi-wan show as the fifth brother and he's like oh, oh you need me that. all right cool and then he takes off his suit and just God like damn it you just made me remember the fact that he was in that fucking show fuck Viva. <laughs> God damn it that sucks <laughs> yeah oh. you want to talk about the scotland chase this crazy scotland chase yeah so we'll talk about scotland they're they're in edinburgh which you Edinburgh. were just recently at, right? Edinburgh. I was there, yeah. I, I actually walked underneath the areas that Jacob was ziplining for like an hour. So. Oh, God. this That's this scene? That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't know where you want to start and where you want to kind of go with this scene. There's a couple different moments. I guess we can kind of just throw it all in here, just kind of make like Fast and Furious potpourri, right? We get the scene of them, you know, they're tracking people down or whatever, but the main the main action comes from they track the god's eye, not the god's eye. They track the MacGuffin to the fucking back of this truck, which Ramsey or no, which Tej and Roman get into the back of, but then Ramsey God damn it. Ramsey is the one who drives the truck. They're like, well, we gotta catch up to fucking Luke Skywalker. So we got to drive the truck. You're the only person that can do this. She's like, I've never driven a car before, which you made a comment to me while watching the movie. You're like, it's kind of a clever concept or whatever that I can't believe it took this long for them to use as someone that doesn't know how to drive in one of these movies. It's all about driving. Yeah, I think it's funny. Yeah, very clever. I like that scene quite a bit. Yeah. And I also too. like I like that actress a lot. What's her name? Uh, Emmanuel Sanders or something like that. Something uh, sorry. Like that. Nathalie Emmanuel. Not Emmanuel Sanders. That's a football player. He's on the waiver wires. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So this scene goes on. Luke Skywalker's driving away in this blue fucking Corvette or whatever. But Ramsey's driving Tej and Roman in the back of this, like, fucking UPS truck. This is British UPS. So this is, they're delivering in parcels instead of packages because they're all fancy over there. And... Uh... <laughs> They got magnets in the back of this truck. 
Uh, yeah, they're using the Breaking Bad magnet system to steal the other half of the Ares device. Yes. And then Jacob gets it, and he's ziplining across town. Yes. So the ziplining. Another Amazing. moment that, that so I'll funny. never forget in the theater because people were laughing hysterically. It's just so comical that he's ziplining across the entire continent. of Because he has more than one zipline. So if it was like one zipline that existed in the town that he was taking, you know, that's clever. But they pre-stashed three different zipline guns for him to zzzz, And then he gets the new one and he goes, shoots it and starts going. And the best is Dom, like looking up at him yeah he's <laughs> just like every time he looks up it's like a, it's like jason it's like looking at jason in the fucking uh fucking friday the 13th movies or whatever where yeah. it's like you look over and he's just like over there standing it's just like there every time you look over it's just fucking that, that break jacob toretto is just like driving on the zipline but yeah it's not just the fact that he has all these ziplines it's that he he's on the zipline he gets to his destination gets off he has to take off the whole suit thing put another suit on and then launch into the zip line and then goes across the thing or whatever. It's just, it's, I think it's hilarious. Every time I see the scene, I just laugh out loud because it's funny. It's it lasts funny. for so long, literally minutes, yeah. minutes of him zip lining across this, uh, across Scotland. So, yeah. Yeah. So I he's also like, I, I like the magnet fight. I think that's really clever as sure. well. Yeah. Yeah. I like all this stuff. They use the it. They use it better in the final sequence, which we'll talk about. But. Yes. Um, Dom is chasing Jacob down. He finally gets to a point where he's his brother's on the roof of a building. He times it just right so that he's able to jump and like grab him right before he connects to the next zip line. And yeah. ended up falling through a window. And they do some fucking fighting, which is great. Um, yep. Some like old-fashioned Fast and Furious brawling. So yeah, I'm going to throw you through a wall kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's great. Um, yep. So they're fighting. They're fighting through like palace stuff. It's like, oh, ornate furniture. Blah, 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 blah. John Cena's on the top of a tour bus. What can I do? It's like, get my, get my guy. I need to get my guy. And then uh, he sees, <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing it. I'm, I'm, they're, uh, they're fighting on top of, they're passing each other on buses. This whole scene's kind of gobbledygook or whatever. It doesn't really matter except for the fact that he gets on a car. It gets into a car at the end and they fucking magnet his ass into the back of the truck, which I think is hilarious. Yes, but we do get the scene of Dom jumping onto Jacob grabbing him on the top of a tower and falling and then landing on a car and being totally fine. And yep, then Jacob yeah. rolls off the car, gets into another car and then drives away. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Physics, man. It, the fast and furious rules. If you land on a car, you're totally safe. Totally fine. Totally fine. It's like a pillow the, in this, in this franchise, cars are like pillows. Uh, where are we? So Luke Skywalker is driving around. Well, he's trying to catch. He's trying to get Jacob and extract him, but they they get Jacob, right? Yeah, something like that. Let me. That's pretty much it. We gotta keep moving here, buddy. I'm dying. (laughs) (laughs) What are you? It's only ten thirty. You're fine. I don't feel well. (laughs) Get some more whiskey. Okay. We're only like halfway through. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so all right, we'll we'll find we'll, we'll jump ahead. Let's we'll go a little quicker. So we get the Luke Skywalker conversation. Do you want to comment on this piece of shit right here? Yeah, it's just really bad writing. It's just like it's it's atrocious. They they do this occasionally in movies, and it works really well where you make a pop culture reference that's funny. You know what I mean? And they've done it in the Fast and the Furious before too. Like with the um, one of my favorites is uh, the Legion of Doom, right? When he's talking about like they're just the Legion of Doom bizarro versions of us and stuff like that. Which is great. Um, but this one is just like, it's between two actors, one of which is a, a, not a very good actor, the guy who plays Otto. No offense to that guy. I don't no, know you personally, but he's offense, not good in Offense role. to him. I'm sorry. It's, and then you, yeah. But it's between two characters that suck, which is Cypher. Cypher, you know, he's like, I'm Han Solo. But he's like, I'm, maybe I'm this, maybe I'm that. And she's like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> and she's just like, <laughs> It's just dumb. <laughs> it's just really it's, bad writing. This is one of the moments where I'm like, this this should have been cut 100%. Like, this is a special feature. This is the deleted scene on the DVD. You know what I mean? Maybe. I think you leave this on the cutting room floor and never let it see the light of day. It does end in the in the line that I do. I, I think that it all kind of is w- not worth it, but it, the ending line of she's like, no, you're Yoda in the story. He's like, cause I'm. A, he's like the most powerful Jedi of all time. It's like, no, he was a puppet with a hand up his ass. I'm like, That's, that, right. was, that was, that was like, damn. Shots <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, but so yeah, this guy's like whole deal is that he hired Jacob because he wants the Ares device, and now that Jacob's been captured, he's gonna utilize Cipher services, and as we know. It's a bad idea. <laughs> bad idea. She's yeah, she, not the most reputable business. She will double cross you before her next breath is like not even no doubt in her mind. Yeah. So we're going to skip ahead. We're going to try and go a little bit faster. So now we get the Han scene, right? So yeah, because they make it back to the base, right? They make it back to the base. And, and everyone just back. happened to get back at the same day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They've timed it out perfectly. Yeah. And Are you guys on Frontier Flight 2424? Two, <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. We'll get there around the same time. You want to split an Uber? Yeah, it's the part that's the part of the fast universe we don't see is the, them like waiting the fast them, travel. Chick-fil-A. They... <laughs> yeah. I would actually love that if there's just like scenes of them in airports when they have to meet up to places and it's like Roman running into Let. He's like, Oh shit, hey, you wanna grab a <laughs> you wanna grab some five guys? Yeah. Is it like Welcome to Cinnabon. What can I get you? And Dom's like, oh, do you have anything that doesn't have cinnamon? <laughs> no. It's literally all that we have. <laughs> the, I'll take a uh, Corona. <laughs> do not have Sorry, this is, this is a Cinnabon. <laughs> <laughs> Give you a Corona. <laughs> so, yeah. Han's back. He comes back into the base. We get the the tearful hello. Is the, the one that gets me every time is, is Dom hugging him. Yeah, that's really good. And then we hit fucking Jacob looking through the the cell bars, which is just is he's just, like jealous. Yeah, he's like I want a hug. <laughs> is the is this also the time that we see Dom put him in that cell that has these elaborate like concrete yes, blinds right essentially? So funny. Yeah. That was it's weird. Yeah, that happens before that. He's like, I've been in this cell before, Dom. I know how to get out or whatever. And then they close the things, and it looks like it looks like it looks like a dungeon in Zelda. It's, it's a tomb, and it's like dark in there. You just see his eyes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So 
Uh, all right, so then it's Han, right? And we can kind of just talk about this scene. I don't. I'll just kind of give the brief synopsis, right? Han yeah, because I'm still a little confused by it, if you don't mind explaining it to me. Okay, so yeah. Han and Giselle hanging out after the events of Fast Six. Five. Five. Thank you. Right, because six is when she dies. Well, th- well, so this would be between five and six. Yeah. They talk about going to Tokyo. She's like, yep. he's like, he's like, where would you want to go next? And she's like, I, I thought about staying in one place. And he's like, what about Tokyo? He's like, we already talked, we've always talked about going to Tokyo. And he's like, okay, we'll go to Tokyo. Tokyo. And then she dies. She dies in six. It's really sad. Everybody cries. I cry every time I watch the movie. And then after six, Han is like, all right, I'm gonna fuck off. I'm going to Tokyo. And then it was like he meets up with Mr. Nobody in Tokyo. We see that before the events of Tokyo Drift, he's like. You know, uh, I've got this thing. It's like I think you might be a good agent. It's like I, you know, I want you to be a part of this whole situation. It's like, uh, you know, if there, anything were to come up where we need you, we want to make sure that we can count on you to be our agent. And it's like we're offering you this job. Basically, it's like we'll call on you if we ever need you. And eventually, he gets the call. The call is that he needs to um, go to this place to extract this data about the god's eye too right so he goes okay. he gets assigned yeah, to yeah, go. Yeah. this is when he's he gets, breaking into the house right yeah and the house that he's breaking into is a professor's like home and he's constructing the concept for the idea for this god's eye thing that can control military so weaponry hold on a second he's okay. constructing the military weaponry and he goes to this house but at the same time that han is at this house extracting the data for this military weapon the family is going out to the the to the theater bruce wayne batman style they're <laughs> they're going to see mask of zorro and their daughter forgets her jacket so she goes back in the house to get the jacket, but mom and dad go to the fucking car. That's mom and dad, the scientists. They're the ones that are making the thing. They go you to see the how car. Hard it was raining. They need an umbrella, not a jacket. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes, jacket. She, well, she goes to get her jacket. Sorry, not an umbrella. I guess she goes to get up her jacket because she puts. No, no. That's what I'm saying. Is it was raining so much they needed an umbrella instead. Like they probably jacket. Need both. You ever wore a rain jacket though, and it just gets wet, and you're like, what's the point of this? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But so she goes back inside the house to try and get her jacket or uh-huh. an umbrella or some kind of poncho. How about a some poncho? Of, a waterproof device. Yeah. She goes to get a waterproof device. Maybe, 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 I don't know. Whatever. She's going inside to get something and then she goes inside <laughs> the house. But then at the same time she does, she gets the jacket. She puts on the jacket, looks outside the thing. Mom and dad are up in flames. What a bummer. That sucks. Everybody hates that when you lose your parents like yeah, that. Yeah, they got Godfather. Car they got bombed. Yeah, they got car bombed. It's like, where are you going? What's your next destination? Oh, you look at the card; it'll tell you. And then <laughs> it's up. So the, the the parents went up. Uh, she's like, I knew it always be a target, whatever. Blah blah blah. She's in the bushes, and then Hans in there at the same time. He ends up getting shot, but he ends up saving her. But she's the key. So Lois is the key. She's, she's literally key. a key. Yeah, she's, she's a biometric key, right? Yes, she implanted in her DNA is the code to activate the God's Eye 2. And that is how they brought Han back from the dead. But then they also talk about faking his death, right? Yes, they also in the same sequence talk about how it's like, okay, well, the best way to keep her safe is to – and they know – the enemy knows that you are with this person – so what we have to do is make it so that we don't think that you're still alive. So how do we do that? 
we fake your death. And then, of course, we get your favorite shot, which is, <laughs> so which is fucking Hobbs wa- or uh, Shaw walking away from the fucking car. And then he takes one step and then he's his body has disappeared. And then it's Mr. Which, Nobody, like, Kurt Russell. Oh, my God. That's it made me laugh so much. Do you know how fast you'd have to move? To get you, you get he did some David Blaine fucking mind freak shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he got out of that car. It would be then, funnier yeah. if he had like the nightcrawler smoke left behind. Like he teleported. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is an insane like exposition overload. And how did this work for you? So uh, I, didn't, real- I didn't really like it that much. Okay, yeah, me honest. neither. Me yeah. neither. I'm glad he's back, but it it just seemed like a very unnecessary way to tie his death into the plot of this movie, as opposed to just him coming back to join the family. They're like, we need a reason for why he didn't contact them for so long, which is that he's taking care of this biometric key for years. So here's my hot take. And I've thought about this. I've had a lot of time to think about this since this movie came out. Okay. I think that this was, they were testing the waters here to see if they could get away with a Han Solo movie. Oh, Han Solo, comma, Solo movie. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, so what's Han's reason for leaving the family and being dead? Yeah. He's protecting his family. His new family is this girl that he's protected since she was a child and they've grown up together. He's taught her the ways of the force. She knows how to fight and she's like, okay, (laughs) he's like, I've got this shit. And then, so it's like, okay, couldn't you see a spy thriller action movie set in Tokyo in the, in the events between too fast Too fear or sorry, in between Tokyo drift and fast nine, where it's Han and this girl just like surviving in Tokyo. Yeah, but at the same time, I also think you could have very easily just done um, Han works for Mr. Nobody without having to be the caretaker for a biometric key. You know what I mean? Just like a he's just he faked his own death because he wanted to go off the grid to get away from like DK. You know what I mean? Sure. But I think that and the fucking Yakuza who were also after him at the same time. So it's like he's burning the candles at both ends. He's got Deckard Shaw hitting him with a fucking T-bone steak. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that that's why they added the girl. It's like not only is it a new character for the family, the the family, but I think it's also like a thing where it's like, okay, so Han was protecting somebody else. That's why he was like in hiding and like. Well, the movie I want to see is the spinoff is, is Han and Shaw. Is I want to see those two guys in a spinoff movie now. And we'll I think see. we might get it. We'll yeah. talk about the post credits, baby. We'll talk I about think the we might get. I think that is a very fun, odd couple idea for a movie. One of which I would be all in on. I want it all. And I yeah. want it now. Yeah, so we're going to speed this thing up because we're still rolling. And I got to go get more wine. I'm trying yeah. to find a good exam- a good time for to step away. but. Well, we're almost to – this same sequence is also the escape sequence. So maybe we could get through that and then take a break to get more drink. Okay. Yeah. So, because right, isn't that the same time? Well, right after that, literally, and you made a comment about this too. Literally, after Han is done like, doing the exposition about where he's been all this time, is the 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 army comes in with they just show up. They just yeah. show up, and I still and I think that this might be okay. So 
earlier I said like one of my biggest pet peeves of this movie, like one of my nitpicks was like John Cena not being as good in this movie as he is in other roles. I think this might be my least favorite aspect of this movie as a whole is the the art is uh, Jacob's men and uh, Luke Skywalker's guys showing up just out of nowhere. They know exactly yeah. where they are. They know exactly how to get in. There's no security measures. No one's alerted them of their presence. They just show the fuck up. Yeah. and, and le- release Jacob from prison. It's, it's, it's like Aquaman, where people just show up, whatever. Yeah, I don't love it. I, I think that... Ocean Master. So yeah, they let, they let John Cena out of the cage. Cage match. <laughs> He's like, sorry, Mia, gotta do this, whatever. It's like, fuck This is when he tells Tom about their dad, though, right? Yes, they do have the discussion. It's like... You know, I've been looking for this girl for a long time or whatever. It's like, she's like, ah, I wish that he's like, he's like the only good thing about you being here. He's like, I wish the dad never got to see you. Like, but we'll see what you became. Or classic. Whatever. Yeah. Classic brother bullshit. Where he's, <laughs> if dad could see you now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, then Jacob kind of lays it out. He's like, dad dies because he was trying. There it is. He was like, she was trying to die. We were in deep debt. He's like, he's talking about like, we were in fucking like, we were in bad straits, man. He's like, he asked me to help. They were going to, he was going to throw the race. He's like, uh, the, and he's trying to, he's trying to figure out this whole situation. Even Vince trying to like argue the thing. He's like, I'm he's like, I promised that I wouldn't tell you. And then we get this whole scene. They take the girl away. The young girl. What's her name? Do we have a name for this girl? Oh, the, the Japanese girl? Uh-huh. L. L. Who could forget? L. L. Mm. L. So, yeah. They take away the girl. They take away L. Take the L away. And then... Uh, they get the device, too, right? They get the device. They get the whole thing. They get the whole shebang. They're ordering sandwiches. They're, is they this when... This is also when Dom, like, sacrifices himself. <laughs> But we're getting there. We're getting there. Hold on. Oh, don't, sorry, don't, sorry. Don't blow okay. your load. Don't don't premature. <laughs> don't premature a car. Uh, don't inoculate or whatever. Whatever I said earlier. You're never gonna be able to say it again. Never. That's okay. Never. <laughs> um. So then we get. Uh. Yeah. They're leading the family up or whatever. But then it's like, all right, one, two, three, go. And then Rome like hits the fucking magnet thing, and all the guns like and shit like hits the wall. And then they're like, all right, run. And then they're literally running through the tunnels like fucking mole people style. This is like the underdwellers. And they're the <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, they're running through the fucking things and, and everything's going crazy here. They got all these guys coming out, the guys that don't. So the guys are taking L and then like whatever assets that they can up the stairs and out of this base, because I guess this is just the easiest base in the world to just leave or enter at your will. But Vin. <sighs> that was gross. Uh, Vin is like. <laughs> <laughs> Vin's like, I got this shit. I got this shit hard, and I'm gonna fucking kill these people. They're they're brawling, they're fighting, they're whatever. They're in the thing, they're in the tunnel. There's like a giant tube. It's like a it's like a ventilation shaft or something. But there, it's like a giant gap at the bottom. Uh, d- the, but the family's like getting out through the thing or whatever. D- Vin is like fighting these people down there. He's fighting them. He's punching them or whatever. There, there's some pretty brutal things. He breaks a guy's back over the railing. He's like tossing yeah, people off. Things straight up dead. Yeah. He throws a guy into the the chain rope and it ends up like like hitting his neck or whatever. I was like, this is yeah. pretty fucking gruesome for a PG-13 movie. Yeah, it's like um, it's like an X-Men thing. He's going full berserker mode. 
But then eventually we get the the shot where it's like all the people that are swarming Dom and like overwhelming him or whatever. But it's like just by the sheer power of will. It's like what what is this what does this remind you of? This has got to be. It's like you know uh, it kind of reminds me of like um probably like something in like the Hulk or something where like sure. things are on him and he just goes like and just like knocks them all off. It's kind of like Superman fighting the the world destroyer or whatever where he's like. Oh, the world down. engine. Yeah. World engine like does that thing or whatever. You're ready to see the world engines again this summer, buddy. Oh boy. I can't wait. Ten years after we saw them the first time. Yeah. So then yeah. Ten year uh, anniversary. Letty gets the, the thing or whatever, and he's like, he's like, hey, just you know, take care of the family for me. I want you to take care of everybody for me. And then he does the fucking Jesus Christ, like Samson grabs the chains and <laughs> It's awesome. It's fucking it is, sick. It's, it's 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 pretty epic. I mean, like it's cheesy as all hell, but man, is it cool? He pulls the chains down. He lowers the entire platform, and then he falls into the water. And uh, then we. It looks uh, like he's falling into the sunken place, though. He, he's like. Like <laughs> 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 someone playing with like, a little teacup. Oh God. Yeah. So yeah, J- Vin's in the sunken place. Um, can I get some more wine? Sure. So Dom's in the water. He's in the sunken place, and he's having a vision. Tell me what you see, Don. He's like, I see. I only see you. He's like, my, my, the world's so big. He's like, make it smaller. And then uh, isn't this where it, he says, little b, little b? <laughs> it's coming up. But first, we get the the flashback of young dom young dom and young uh young jacob hanging out with their dad they're in the garage and they're watching their dad i just like that this is the scene it's it's not like an infinity war there's no like space manipulation or it's like it's not in game and robert down jr gets to have that moment with his dad this is literally That's just close. Finn having yeah. this moment in his brain as he's drowning with his father and his and his friends my father uh, my father yeah so I it, everything about my father it's Brian. It's Brian. It's a uh, Vin and Jacob in the garage. His dad's like, you know, these these 1970s Chargers or whatever. You take care of them, they'll run for a hundred years. And it's like, really? Will they, Dad? I don't know about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he like watching this as well, like as an out of body? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Weird. <laughs> it's a really, it's a bizarre choice because yeah, Vin is like part of the flashbacks. He's like walking along, but then like. While this is happening, he looks over and he's like, Little B. And little Brian is in the flashback. And Little B. <laughs> little B. And then he's like. That got a good laugh out of us. We were pretty yeah. sauce by this point, I think. Yeah. Oh, man. At this point, we're like, what, an hour and a half into the movie? Yeah. We're finished with the we're finished with the Bloody Marys. We're on to maybe the second White Claw. Yeah. We're having a good time. We're but also yeah, probably so- hung over from the night before. We were also hung over from the night before. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Dom's walking in. He sees his dad on the phone. He's like, oh, we're never going to make this fucking men- month's direct TV bill. Why did I pay for Cinemax? <laughs> he looks in, the, looks in the mirror, and he sees it's like, oh, it's young. <laughs> it's young Dom. He looks in the mirror. He's like, oh, it's young me. He's like, I know where I am. I know I know this place. I know the sound. I know the sound. I'm in this house. And he looks over to the left. There's some light shining in through the thing, and he goes over, and he walks through, and it's like, oh, I'm fucking in the light place. I'm not longer in the sunken place. I'm in the light place. Turns out the light place. Fucking track. 
it's the racetrack. His his car's right there. He's hanging out. And this is how this is so this is the amazing thing is that like this is Dom's detective vision from fast ampersand, but just turned up to eleven because right. he's able to understand the dialogue that he could not hear I between know. his brother and his father. It's amazing. Yeah. It's literally a superhuman ability by, by Dom sacrificing himself and and dr- like b- drowning, almost drowning. He's able to understand the nuances of his relationship as a kid. So yeah. my question to you, Dom is, is a god as good as therapy. Because <laughs> I might try drowning myself. Is this drowning or is this like uh, one of those sense deprivation tanks? Sensory deprivation. That's a great point. Gives you a, it gives you a different perspective on yep. things that you didn't understand before. That's a great point. That's a but great point. in Dom's case, he's also if he doesn't wake up, going to drown. <laughs> and then yeah, so we what flash from this. It's like <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jacob's like doing the car thing. He does the whole thing. He replaces the pistons. It's all fucked. And then we immediately cut from that to Vin standing in the middle of the road with the fucking cars. He's like, no, it's the same thing. He's like, you keep driving until you run out of fuel and leave town. But then we finally get Vin. He's coming to, he's relived his entire childhood. It's his whole life flashing before his eyes. He's underwater. He looks up and then what do we see? Fucking Michelle Rodriguez in a in a in a jean fucking jacket or whatever coming to swim and rescue him. Good stuff. Good good swimming technique. Mm-hmm. You can tell she really learned a lot from living in Hawaii, working on Lost for a couple of years, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. She pulls a three hundred pound Vin Diesel out of the water, so that's pretty exciting. <laughs> So yeah, she gets she gets Vin. Somehow she saves him. Somehow. He's like, he's like, I just saw you under the water. He's like, I'm totally lying. But he's I like, saw I'm my sad. brother and my entire family dynamic with my dad. <laughs> All I see is Letty. <laughs> Flat. Shout out. What what episode was that when that joke was That's that four. Fat? That, that was, was four. four. Yeah. Man, what a good episode. We were we that were was good stuff. That good was back. really good. I was like sunburnt to death. That was a year ago. Was that was a after year we, ago? That was after the boat. Yep. Holy shit. Time Happy flies. Happy one year anniversary to the top five funniest pod we've ever done. Seriously, though, that, that might be the hardest I've ever laughed doing Radiovania. If you've ever – if you've listened this far in this episode and you want to you laugh, go back and check out Fast Amper Stan. Yeah. The good pod. Um. So, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. They go back to the base. Oh, they're starting to talk about – like, the okay, so we get the satellite issue or whatever – we got it. We got to do. So the coupling is going to happen with this. The the God's Eye Part Two needs to have all three pieces together. The the it's like the left and ar- right arm of Exodia. <laughs> we gotta we gotta have this kid. You know what I mean? We gotta have this kid with the DNA strands like link it all shit together. Yep. But then it's like okay, so what we 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 also have to have happen is that there's a satellite in orbit, sure. and there's a satellite in the orbit, and it's like we got to deactivate the satellite. So how are we going to do that? And they're like, well, we could shoot it down. I don't know if they ever proposed that. Why don't we shoot it down? They should have. They should have. Instead, uh, they're like, okay, well, what if we just stop the orbit? We shoot it down. It's like, well, what we could do is we'd have to deactivate the satellite, but we'd have to do it remotely. Or for, we wouldn't be able to do it remotely. We'd have to do it in person. And they're like, okay, so how in the flying fuck are we gonna are we gonna do that? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and then this is where this movie goes completely off the rails, right? So uh, we got Jacob in the car, the girl, the uh, L, I guess. She fuses the two MacGuffins together, and her DNA sets it starting. It's like whirring and whatever. They start the transition period. They put it on the thing or whatever. It's like we got T minus. I think it's like eight hours or something like that until the device is fully active. So they're like waiting for it to go through. But in the meantime, <sighs> Jacob is doing the uplink or whatever. But then we cut over to Roman and to, sorry, God, you're to, impressive. <laughs> we, cut over, we cut over to Roman. It's Roman and and Tej. Yeah. It's Luda and Tyrese. Ludacris, Tyrese, they're they're in spacesuits. And <laughs> and they're and Ludacris is like, I felt an air leak or whatever, and he's like wrapping his arm up with the fucking duct tape. And here's what I just want to ask you, John, is um, did you expect that we were going here? Um no, I did not know that they were going to be going to space. And well, and if I did know about that, I thought they would have been driving a space shuttle because that's more plausible to me than them driving in a like a welded together car. A Fiero. Yeah, but I like the I like the route that they went with. <laughs> it's, it's insane. It's absolutely insane because we also get Lucas Black, which I think was the biggest laugh that I got from you in this whole screening. He's like mission control. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. He's flying the B-15 or whatever. He's flying the the jet. That's, that's the, what it is. Yeah, because it was like, how does that guy a pilot? I know his dad was in the Air Force, but like he's not. This motherfucker couldn't even drive a car up a goddamn parking garage. And he's he flying. He couldn't drift. Jet. And now he's driving a flying machine. And the the best is that like his co-pilot's also like a guy that's not qualified, and he's just like, "Are you still crunching the numbers?" He's like, "He's like, please don't tell me you're still doing test launches." You're still or running he's simulations. Like, yeah, he's like, <laughs> "I didn't even have to put ketchup on it." <laughs> Gajin. Gajin. Yeah. So, so good. <laughs> yeah. So this whole sequence, they're talking. He's like. He's like, oh, he's like, I've run a thousand test sequences. He's like, these guys are going to die before we're able to go to IHOP and get pancakes on the table. And I'm like, what is this dialogue? And then, but then you can, <laughs> you can also hear it's over the comms or whatever. So uh, shout out to Guardians 3 for ripping off this joke or whatever, because it was, um, oh my God, That's they're so like, but they're like, we can still hear you. Yo, we can still hear you. And so it's not the whole. Blue is for green and green is for red and red is for yellow. Spoilers for Guardians 3. Sorry. Hello. <laughs> so, yeah. It is so painful. <laughs> so we cut back down to the ground. Uh, Letty's driving around with Cypher in the car. They're, or, yeah, Cypher. No, Ramsey. Sorry. Ramsey. Yeah, this is the part – like, here's the thing <laughs> – you're good. Here's the thing with Ramsey is at the late stages of these movies, they just have her riding shotgun in cars, like, hacking and stuff and, like, doing countdowns. It's kind of unfortunate. I like – that's why I think I liked the scene earlier where she's like, I don't usually drive. And they're like, well, you have to. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, so it's much better when she's there to something read to stuff, do. which is yeah. – like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I so, think they like liked that actress and she likes being in the movies, but I don't think they fully thought about what to do with her after seven. So now she's just yeah. here. Yeah, I like she's still here. I like her better. Yeah, but so then we get the space. We're back to space or whatever. Roman and Tej put on their space suits. They got the suits on. They got the helmets on. Um, the best is that their spacesuits are like 
diver suits from like yeah. Scooby Doo. Yeah. Yeah, they're like Scooby Doo diver suits, but they're also like Tej has all the shit wrapped wrapped together with like duct tape or whatever. And he's like, he's like, we're invincible. We're invincible. We're gonna fucking live this shit or whatever. And then it's like punch it, and they they detach from the plane. Activate the rocket thrusters, which is just unbelievable. This whole scene is ridiculous. Yeah, but it's also really great. It's great. It's fantastic. I could not. I was laughing hysterically <laughs> in the theater. Um, because they're like, they're like and in yeah, their. We don't see their oxygen tanks either. They're just like, just chilling. Yeah. And it's like. Every now and then they'll show like a faraway shot. It looks like actual like shuttle launch footage, but yeah. then it's like they'll cut to close-ups or whatever. And like it's a car, <laughs> yeah, it's a car. It's a fucking Fiero. And then at one point they look in the thing, and Roman has like it's like the the curvature of the Earth comes into frame in his spacesuit, and it's like you can hear like the 2001 Space Odyssey. It's like yeah, yeah. You know what I think is the funniest that made me laugh in the scene is that he's still steering like they're in launch and he's like he's like he's like shaking back and forth and he's like moving the it's like there's it it doesn't it doesn't control anything i don't think remember because it's like all hydraulics once they get yeah, he's like i think it's just a comfort thing i think he just wants to be in control of something yeah i agree yeah might as well so. Why not? So yeah, they're steering. Did the you see this? It's- you know what I was also thinking of a little bit during the scene though is uh, uh, Joel and Ellie in the pod, <laughs> but like <laughs> <laughs> just complete make believe. <laughs> yeah, right. But in this case, they're actually in fucking outer space. I know. Yeah. So yeah, Tej and Roman are in outer space. They're doing the whole fucking thing. But in the meantime, we're down here in the streets of London. Nope. They're like in some some like wherever they launch satellites from it's like some type of tropical country but we're gonna say they're in istanbul so that we're here in istanbul tbilisi so we're here in istanbul and they're fucking driving these fucking the largest city of georgia okay cool so we're here in atlanta and they're driving (laughs) these fucking things around and they're shooting these things all over the fucking street and uh yeah shit's flying all it's a foobar situation here these people are like fucking rolling around they got people there's like people running they're hanging out by the fucking cafes they're drinking coffee it's like get out of the fucking roads can you not hear the sounds of the cavalry coming down the goddamn street vin's back to wearing white by the way i think he's wearing like a white muscle shirt at this point interesting he looks Uh, good we yeah. also get the this is like magnet o'clock. It's like turned up turn the magnets up to ten. Um This is really cool though. I loved is, I love the implementation of them strapping the magnets into the cars so they can manipulate what is and isn't on the road. I think that's very clever and fun. It's very cool. And I love when these movies show me something I haven't seen before that's like semi plausible. And this is this is that that situation. It's way more like fun for me than in Hobbs and Shaw when they have the car trains like hanging over the side of a cliff. You know what I mean? It's just like this, this is actually like something kind of cool that I can be like, they've set it up over the course of the movie and then it has a cool payoff as opposed yeah. to existing. And I think that it, it, so here's my, here's my opinion. We love Fast and the Furious when it goes completely overboard, right? But in this movie, the most overboard that it gets is that Tej and Roman are in fucking outer space. They're in space, so, yeah. They're in outer space. So what are we going to do with the action on the ground? We can't go 
zombie cars again we can't so we're gonna go a little bit less than that but something's still plausible which is what i well like you said i like that this scene seems like it's actually possible to happen like it's not like they're destroying an entire city and wrecking like a billion cars it's just like oh we have these really strong magnets how are we going to make this work and they are going to be they are going to be pulling people's fillings out of their mouth, though, at that yeah, range. That, but yeah, we were watching this movie and you were like, motherfuckers, peacemakers are going to be ripped out of their ch- or what? Pacemakers. <laughs> Sorry. Activate human torpedo. <laughs> yeah. Good shit. Good shit. Good shit. Yeah. Yeah. So the cars, they're doing the whole thing with the magnets. I really like. Han's car showing up, it's a total hero shot, like the orange and black fucking whatever that goddamn sports car is. It's so cool. Yeah, Um, yeah. Special shout out to the fight scene that happens in the back of the tank uh, with Han and L, where they're fighting up that guy or whatever, and he's like, turn on the turn on the magnets or whatever and he tosses him the grenade and he's like you fool you'll kill us all and then he opens up the back doors and the guy just like flies out with the thing and then they eviscerate this human this guy just gets yeah he just becomes like his brains are splattered all over the freeway his body, yeah. his body turns it's insane it's insane the body count of of the family itself it's, is actually like cause for I, international incidents yeah i would love to know certainly someone on the internet has done this about how many people that the family has killed over mm-hmm. Look the it up. course of the the movie franchise because i bet it's over 50 How many casualties but yeah so we cut back we're in space roman tej still in space to see the satellite they're trying to move closer to it they're still in the fucking fiero it's hilarious it's great um two dudes from the ghetto fucking <laughs> he says that he's like he and then it had the whole line it's like you know that no one's gonna fucking believe us right and he's like yeah you're right so uh, we're back down on the ground. We have the giant armored truck. This is the truck that like the bad guys are in, and then there's like all the technologies in it and stuff like that. Jacob's inside this truck too, uh, so it's posing a bit of a problem because this thing's kind of fucking immovable. It's just like this giant like weighted truck. So they're trying to figure out like, all right, so how do we fucking deal with this shit, right? <sighs> Jacob is climbing up the ladder. He's going to the top of the fucking thing. They're hanging out of the thing. Uh... I'm pretty sure this is where Luke Skywalker betrays Jacob, right? Yeah, because he is now working with Cypher, right? Yeah. And so he's like, because... I don't want to be a puppet. And then it's like Cypher comes <laughs> in the comms, and she, Cypher comes on the comms, and she's like, "Guess who got out of the cage?" Oh my god! Yeah. Ugh, she's insufferable. Real quick, real quick, just time out for a second. Kill count, top four characters. Sorry, top five. Dominic Toretto with 104 kills in the franchise. Holy shit. <laughs> Tej Parker with 62 kills. Oh so my far. god. Tech related, I'm assuming. Well, Ted. I'm trying to think of moments where Tej like actually killed people that wasn't tech related. I don't know. Deckard Shaw with 55. Owen that Shaw with 55. That also and Brian O'Connor sense. with 37 in a row. Good for Brian. 37. <laughs> My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks in a row. <laughs> oh god. Okay. All right. We're landing this plane, baby. Are you ready? So we're back on the streets where shit's happening, cars firing, guns, shots, magnets, everything's crazy. Um <laughs> I'm pretty sure at this point we get the Jake, whole Yeah, Jacob is is reconciled with them. 
Well, yeah, so that kind of happens, right, where it's like Jacob's on top of the thing. They're, they're kind of talking with him, but it's like he's fighting the heavy heavy, like the second backup to Luke Skywalker, like the guy that's the other heavy, like the guy with the tattoos or whatever. But then, yeah, we get a pretty awesome sequence where, oh, God, one person hits a car out of the way so that Jacob can fall off the main tankard, land on the car, and then get passed off to Jordana Brewster, who then fucking grabs – Mia like, grabs Jacob by the hand and pulls him into the tank. But then, yeah, we get some fucking magnet car shit, which is pretty cool. Uh, they're tossing these cars around. They're trying to figure out how to take down this main armored car. Ooh, Cypher is doing some shit. Um, getting She's rocked. like flying a drone, right? Yeah. She's trying to bomb them with a drone. Not yet. That doesn't happen quite yet. I'm pretty sure that happens here in a little bit because the first thing that we have to do is we got to like they, they want to take down the main armored car, right? So what they're doing is that the, all the family cars like get around the main armored car. And I'm pretty sure that what they do is they turn all of the magnets on at the same time. Right. So they're like attached to this car because then we get that awesome shot, which was in the trailer again, like another spoiler thing that was in the trailer of them dragging this car. And it like lifts up like this. You know what I mean? Oh, Dark Knights. Yeah. Yeah. They do the Dark Knight thing with the car and it's like lifting along the, the thing or whatever. And then it's like Dom does the whole he jumps in front of the thing. Uh, Jacob's able to jump from his car that's under the thing to his car. It, this is, this makes more more sense if you saw the actual movie in the theaters. But then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're driving around. A classic go, oh, you had to sorry. be there. Uh, I forgot. We cut back to Roman and Tej in space. They're in the outer space, and they're like they're out of power, and they're having the whole discussion where it's like, oh, we could just ram the thing or whatever. It's like, well, oh, we're gonna run out of time. It's like we wouldn't have enough. We wouldn't have enough juice for the ride home. He's like, he's like, come on, man. He's like. Fucking, if we're going to go out, we might as well go out on top of the fucking world or whatever. And he's like, they film on Louise this shit. Where it's beautiful. Like, <laughs> it's honestly really great. I was it's, like, I was like, this is pretty sweet. And I, if I didn't know Fast X was coming, I was, I would have thought that maybe this would have been an interesting way to kill these characters, but no one dies. So they're fine. Yeah. Them, right. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Let's smash it. They're like, well, let's let's run through it. So they they hit the Nas. I'm pretty sure it's like, you know, I I don't even know. Does Nas work in space? Can 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 we get a science report on that one, buddy? I think so. Um, yeah, I think so. Cool. So yeah, Nas works in space. So they're like trying to figure that shit out. In the meantime, they'd flip the main armored car over. Dom jumps down inside of it to try and like figure out what's going on and get the God's eye. Um, but inside the, inside the car, um, it's like, they can see the, the time, the countdown timers ticking. It's like, we got time. We got five. We got 10 seconds. We got eight seconds. We got nine seconds. It's at 96%. And then Roman and Tej are like, all right, let's do it, baby. And then they hold on. So it's like, I will remember you. <laughs> they rush into the fucking thing. And then, yeah, it's like, oh no, it's not going to make it. We're not going to make it in time. They run into the fucking satellite. They blow it up. It explodes. It's cool. It's it great. blows into a thousand pieces. And then it's yeah. like it hits at the, it hits a hundred percent. It's like oh no, we're gonna lose the world. The internet. It's all over. Al Gore. And then it's like wait a second. <laughs> Connection just disrupted. It's like connection disrupted. Your plot synopsis right now is like James Harden just taking over a game. You're just like, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> I'm just going to keep shooting. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, so they disrupt the satellite. The things are going down, but it turns out the tanker, it's going crazy. It's falling down the thing. It's going down the hill. It's rolling down. Han's trying to stop it, but they're, they can't stop it. But the people, it's like, hold on. They're doing the whole thing. They're driving through the <laughs> And then the, the whole thing is that they're driving down the hill, and Dom Dom gets out of the fucking thing, and he's on top, and he's on top of the car, but he shows up and Cypher, Cypher's there, and then this is what you were talking about earlier, right, where she's shooting the rockets, and she's shooting the rockets, but she's not there. She's actually in a fucking thing. She's in she's she's in the Guardians uh, the Galaxy roller coaster at fucking Disney World and she's shooting the things or whatever. But Vin's on top of the car that's floating down the thing. He's throwing bombs at the thing. It which it, another shot that I like is that he throws a grenade, it shoots the thing and then it's the Vin running through the 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 car as it's like twisting down the mountain, which is a cool shot. And then it uh, cool. yeah. it's a really cool it's shot. So but then he gets to the steering wheel and is able to like correct it or whatever. And then he like drives back onto the main road. Um, but still, even after he gets back on the main road, Letty's like, Let, Letty's just sto- fucking stoked, man. She's like, yes, let's go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> she's crazy. She's, she's having a crazy day. And then, uh, yeah, Cypher, so, Cypher is like, okay, so we're still going to fuck this shit up. And he's like, I want Dom. Uh, I think Luke Skywalker's on the fucking thing at this point. Don't they fight at some point? Oh, I think he, I think he gets inadvertently killed somehow. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's in the back of the thing, but like, Cypher I thought. Shoots I thought missiles at the car. I thought that she shot a missile at the car and killed that guy on accident, and that's before it goes down the hill and Dom corrects it. No, no, no. We're here. We're here, everybody. So she shoots the missile at the car while the her remote jet is flying over the thing. Dom is able to swerve the car and hit the thing as the end of the thing r- jumps up and hits her spy plane. But he mm. jumps out of the car right at the right time. Perfect. So she, he takes down he takes down Cypher's thing with the thing, but then we realize that she's not actually in the thing. She's in another thing that's inside of another thing. <laughs> and she, she's in a base or whatever. You know what I mean? She's inside of a fucking base. Uh, she's playing, uh, she's playing Galaga with this thing. Um, so she's still alive. Cypher's still alive. Lucky for you, John. Are you excited? Cypher's still alive. She's coming back for this thing. I've never been more excited about anything in my entire life. Everybody loves Cypher. (laughs) I got you for three minutes. (laughs) I got you for three minutes of playtime. Um, so then we get the moment, we get the brother moment, right? Shit. This Uh, scene's great. Yeah, so this is a good scene. So Dom and Jacob, they reunite or whatever. It's like, this is the world I chose. You know, you know, I'm here for this or whatever. It's like, you know, our dad wasn't perfect. You know, he did what he could. It's like, I understand where you were coming from. I'm sorry that it took so long for us to reconcile or whatever. He's like, someone gave me a 10-second car. He's like, I might give the same to you or whatever. And then we get that cool moment where he's like, fuck yeah. And then I'm like, the keys. Let's go. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah, cool. It's a good moment. And so then, yeah, he... We get one last thing. Mia's able to Mia's able to hug uh, Jacob, which is a cool moment. And I'm hoping yep. that, you know, I'm hoping we get a little bit more of that in, in ten. So, for sure. Yeah, they hug. Uh, Jacob drives off in the sunset, and he's fucking driving the car. 
uh, Southern Knight starts playing the Justin. <laughs> but then, yeah, so it fades out. Uh, we go up to the stars because we're back in space, baby. Uh, it's the ISS or some Russians like uh, it's the International Space Station, right? There's a missile control. We're here in space field up here. I mean, it looks like uh, fucking Ludacris is up here. And it's like to the window. This <laughs> 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 And the, yeah, so they're hanging out in outer space. Uh, they somehow get them. And then, uh, you know what? It wouldn't be a Fast and Furious movie without a fucking barbecue. But before we get to the barbecue, we get Dom and Lil B. There, Dom I'm pretty B. sure he takes him to the fucking racetrack where his grandfather died. He does, yeah. And he's like, look at this racetrack. It's a racetrack. It's what you do. Your grandfather died. <laughs> he's like, someday you'll race on this track. And he's like, Dad, this racetrack's old and decrepit. He's like, I oh, know, son. Don't talk back to me. Um, did you race here too? He's like, I, he's like, I'll tell you something. He's like, everything I needed to learn about life, I learned on this track. Did you? No. Did you? <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> I don't know if it did, Vin. He's I think you might have learned life. some more life lessons down the road. Yeah. But then it's like, cha-cha-cha. I can do I can do And then, yeah, so it cuts to, oh, wait, so, sorry, we get one more flashback, I'm pretty sure. We get another young, it's like right after the punch with like the, the douchebag by the, it's by the, the two cop. of them. Yeah. Sitting together. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Everything's going to be okay. He's like, some, we're going to go through some difficult times ahead, brother. But he's like, everything's going to be okay because you know, everything's going to be just fine. My brother. And it's cool. So yeah, we hear the cop cars in the background and then it's barbecue time, baby. We get the Tokyo drift boys. They're all drinking some Corona's. This is then- awesome. This so moment, fucking good. Yeah. Fucking so go, good. Yeah. No, he's like, no way. And then Han walks in and we get the Lucas back and Han re and I, sh- and I like, I cry every time, man. It's so good. Yeah. It's awesome. amazing. It's so, so, so good. Yes. Yeah, Give so me fam- Tokyo drift, drift harder. <laughs> yep. Yeah, right. So yeah. So the family meets up, they're all hanging out. Everyone's excited to see each other. Uh, it's like, how are you? St- I'm just trying to figure Lucas Black's like, I'm still trying to figure out how you're alive, man, or whatever. And he's like, it's a long story. <laughs> he's like, let's not talk about it. We're about to have a barbecue. The best and- is that Han's just like, let's just eat. <laughs> it's like, yeah. let's have a I already food. told everybody my life story earlier, yeah. and it took 10 minutes. I'm not telling you right now. Exactly. Yeah. Santos and Stinky Pete, they're grilling shit on the grill. <laughs> They're hanging out. They're like, and then this is the this is the prequel to the bear, right? Because he's like, I opened up a restaurant in Brooklyn or whatever, and it's like, yeah. Could we somehow make a, a the bear sequel that it's With Santo Santa. and this other guy? Maybe got New York, and they're grilling up fucking chicken. The bear season two coming out June twenty second. No free ads. Hashtag Hulu. Hashtag Hulu's the best. Hashtag. We love hashtag, Hulu. Hashtag, hashtag we're sim for Hulu's. Hashtag, hashtag we want to be on there. Fox. Shoving Italian beef in our mouths. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then does, we get a, does those shirts say welcome to the birth? It's a collector's item. <laughs> so then we get a good scene here. We get Letty talking to Lil B. Like, oh, your dad. She's saying a whole bunch. Of I like how he's stuff. smashing the cars together. And she's like, you drive like your dad. <laughs> 
which is <laughs> both like, an innuendo like that did you know yeah i was gonna <laughs> say it's both talking. an innuendo and actually like true because he crashes lots of stuff but he also probably fucks like that too he's like all right little b you want to say grace he's like i don't know what to say and it's like yeah of course you don't because you're a fucking idiot you're a little kid <laughs> like who asks a little kid to say grace and he's like oh my god he's like just say what's in your heart we are group. Yeah. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, they, they little Brian's ready to say grace with us, and everyone's, like, gathered on the table. They got fucking chicken or whatever, and he's like, oh, hold on a second. Wait a second, everybody. Hold on a second. Oh, hold it. Hold it, boy. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he's like, there's still an empty chair, and then we fucking get it, maybe. We get the, the, blue, the blue Nissan Skyline coming around the corner, and then it's, Cha 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 cha, and it pulls up into the house that there, and then fucking cut to credits, and it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's a it's great. perfect. Great way to do a cameo, for sure. And directed by Justin Lin. Yep. Yep. And that is it, or is it? <laughs> because not. we get a post-credit sequence. Yeah, we do. Where uh, Deckard Shaw or Owen Shaw, right? Or no, it's it is Deckard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always get the Deckard is Statham. Yeah, Deckard is punching a punching bag, and he's like drinking some water. He's like fucking doing whatever, and he's like, oh fucking yeah. I'm There's a guy in the punching bag. Yeah, he unzips the punching bag, and it's a dude. He's like, please, sir, man, I can't have any more. And, and Jason Statham's like, fuck you, and he zips it back. He's like, up. oi, shut the fuck up. He's yeah. <laughs> And then there's a ding dong at the doorbell, baby. He walks over to open the door, and who is it? It's fucking Han. That's awesome. And then it's cut to black, and then that's it. That is fast. Nine. Nine. I almost said fast ten. That is fast nine. F9. Fast saga. All right. I would just like to say, good job, buddy. Yeah, you rub those nipples. You do what you deserve best. I am gassed. Let me tell you. Yeah, there's a lot of talking. There's a lot of talking. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna fill up my wine. You you filibuster for I'm gonna just I'm gonna make a little bit more. Okay. Just go bit. go make some gravy. I'll be right back. This episode of Radio Vision presents Fastcast is brought to you by Box Wine. Have you ever wanted to drink a bottle of wine or two or three? or four, or five, maybe six, or seven, but you didn't want to have your recycling bin filled up with all that glass, get a box wine. Box wine. Come into a store. What's your advertisement for box wine? Yeah. Nice. (laughs) And we're back. Zachary Rotellery. How's it going? Nice job. It's good. Thank you. I think that, that, you know, considering that, like I said, that that was going to be off the cuff. I tried my best. I I, hopefully it was entertaining. Was it entertaining? Oh, I was I was thoroughly entertained, especially towards the end where you go and the thing and the thing and there's there's nothing and there's this thing and Cypher's got this thing. And there's I can't wait to go back and listen to that and play that for you someday. And you're going to be like, this guy sounds like he's on coke. hundred percent. But wonderfully summarized. Thank you, sir. Only thing we have left to do to talk about this movie specifically is to do our normal three questions. So we're going to start it off with our favorite scene, a piece. You just talked for a very long, very long, very long time. I will go ahead and give my favorite scene of the movie, which is definitely selfishly for me personally, 
is the reintroduction of the Tokyo Drift characters and mm. testing the rocket car. It's so weird. It's zany. It reminds me of some of those goofy Tokyo Drift scenes while also having like kind of like the fun budget that these Fast and Furious movies have these days. Lucas Black's facial expressions are insane. I love seeing my guy Twinkie. He's not wearing a do-rag anymore, so that's pretty weird. I didn't recognize him at first. Um, and I just think, I do I genuinely think it's like you reminded me a lot of when you said this, which was Infinity War, having those odd couple pairings where it's like the Guardians hanging out with Thor and Captain America hanging out with so-and-so. And so it's really cool for me in that scene to see like Roman and Tej hang out with the characters from Tokyo Drift who have never interacted with anybody before. So I think that that's, that's probably my favorite scene. That's when I remember getting really hyped into the movie when we were watching it together. So that's, that's my favorite. What about okay. you? It's tough. I mean, the easiest thing for me to say is like, I think that the whole sequence at the end with like, um, the whole sequence of them going to space, I think is just hysterical. Um, yeah. like the, the launch with, uh, Lucas black as the starfighter pilot and their launch and their shuttle. Um, so it's all great. I mean, like I love, I love all that stuff. I think it's hilarious, but I mean, just to add another one to the pot here, I really do like the opening of this movie. I think that the opening is really, really strong. Like everything, it's very from, strong. Mm -hmm. like everything from the very beginning, like the universal credits to the flashback on the racetrack to Dom and Letty and their like life in solitude. Like I think all that stuff is a really great, really great opening. Like it really does feel like Infinity War. Like I know, I, I know, I've said that a couple times or whatever. But it's like this movie does feel like that kind of like oh we're, you know. We got one last thing to do. Like this is kind of like a big deal, like for the team. It, it's it's yeah. cool. Like I like the whole opening sequence, and um, yeah, I really liked all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, the, the thing that takes a cake for me, I hate to be cliche, is just I never thought we'd end up in space, but here we are. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it makes you wonder where we're gonna go from there. You know, time Back travel, time. baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can't wait. Uh, who were the winner or loser of the movie? I have a nomination for the winner. I do think now that he has departed from Fast X, I think the winner is going to be Justin Lin for me. I think this is clearly a cohesive vision start to finish in terms of the story he wants to tell about the Toretto brothers while also weaving in everything he set up in Tokyo Drift right. and in some of the other movies he's directed. Everybody gets kind of like pushed together. There's stuff from Giselle. So like we we mentioned all the like molding together of the characters that is across the movie it's it's very large scope but it actually kind of like works pretty well i think it, yeah. it has a little bit of a villain problem but so do most of these movies um yeah that's who i'd go with for the winner for sure okay yeah i i don't think that that's i think that that's actually probably one of the one of the best choices for the movie who won lost like because it's like you know, all the family, they're in the next one. So it's like, you know, it's it's hard to imagine who won or who lost. Like, who lost? Cypher. Cypher. <laughs> no, I it's, probably, it's probably Otto. I mean, that guy shouldn't have even won from the beginning. He's just a terrible character. I, I, I think that Char the fact that, that Charlize Theron has been in two movies so far and three, technically, right? She's going to be in this one, yeah. It's like the fact that they've still not been able to like nail her characters is, is pretty baffling to me. I think that that's 
<laughs> she's a great actress. Yeah, it's just so she's weird. She's fantastic. She's awesome. She's the I only just... person that's like a like high caliber actor that they brought into these films. Yeah. That is the definition of I don't understand the assignment. Yeah, it's they, pretty They impressive. brought in Idris fucking Elba into a one spin-off movie and he's great. Never question it at all. He's Black no. Superman. You know what I mean? So I would say I would say my to be different pick would be my loser would be Charlize Theron, but maybe as another loser, like it's like I don't know. It's the hard rock. for this yeah, the rock, I mean like tough to let beef really like get in the way of being like just such a fun franchise. We'll see what happens with Fast Ten. I really, really am keeping my fingers crossed that he's in it. Yeah. That'd be the best kept secret in the world if that was the case, but we're gonna lose our minds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And our yeah! battles. <laughs> All right. Ratings and rankings, uh, just to give everybody a reminder of where we're sitting currently with our rankings here on Radiovania Presents Fastcast. Number one, Furious 7. Number two, Fast and Furious 6. Number three, Fast 5. Number four, The Fast and the Furious. Number five, Tokyo Drift. Number six, Fate of the Furious. Number seven, Fast and the Furious Presents, Hobbs and Shaw. Number eight, Fast, Ampersand, Furious. And number nine, Too Fast, Too Furious our resident bottom dweller. So, Zach. This is a this is an interesting one. This is difficult. This is really difficult. Because the highest rated film in this franchise for us is you rating the 6th movie an 8.5. I have not rated anything higher than an 8. So they're all kind of hovering in between the five to eight range with the exception of too fast, which you and I both agree is, is a pretty abysmal movie. Um, I still can't believe you have Tokyo drift higher than seven. <laughs> I love that movie. I think it's great. <clears throat> I think it's great. That might be the one that I need to like go back and technically rate like a seven. Uh, <laughs> I was just really hot at that time when we were watching it. So don't worry about that though. No, I no. think, so I think I'd probably give this movie a seven and a half. Huh. I don't I don't think I quite like it as much as six or fast five. Uh, but I wow. do think it's for me, I think it's on par with seven. I don't know. Where are you? Where are you at? I think it's I like it a lot, but I do think at times it can be trying to do a little too much. But maybe that's just me. I just really like the original crew in five and six. I think it's so good, so great. Yeah, I I mean I With still Giselle think that everybody. Yeah, I still think that five, six, and seven is pretty an infallible trilogy of fast yeah. movies. I do think that this movie sits up there with those. It's just for that, sure, for sure. Um, that being said, that's that's just what I give it as a rating. Obviously, where uh, you know. I'm curious what you would rate it. I think I'd give it a seven five though. Yeah, I would. Hmm. I would probably give this an eight. Okay. Where do we think it belongs? Yeah, for me, like I said, I think that this is in the. Do you like it more than Fast Five? Don't do it. 
I think I do. Why? <laughs> what do you have against Fast Five? That movie's great. I don't have anything against it Fast Five. It brought the rock into the franchise. It's a heist movie. I like It's got that, that great scene where fucking Gal Gadot gets the handprint on her butt. You know? Oh, this mission just went from Mission Impossible to Mission Freaking Sanity. Fast 9, I mean, like, I think that, I still think that Fast 7 and, Furious 7 and Fast 6 are the two, the epitomes of what the franchise can be. I think that this comes in at number 3 for me, above Fast 5. So I think that this this pushes Fast 5 down to number 4, but that has nothing to do with, you know, if you want to put this movie below Fast 5 at number 4, I'm also not opposed to that, uh, to give, because I know that you put 6 higher than you wanted to. Um, Yeah. I did. So I'm I think willing Fast to make Fast Five is really good. <laughs> I like Fast Five, but like, man, I just think that Fast Nine, in terms of like all the characters, you get the Han moments, you get all the really you fun get Han like, moments in Fast Five too. I think I'm in love. Oh, I think that you get better Han in this movie. We'll get to Tokyo um, when we get there. He doesn't have his part. That scene is great. He's barely in this movie. No, no. What the? Are you fucking high? You get the whole ten minutes of screen times tops, tops. He doesn't show up until over an hour into the movie. But and then, then he, he has shows up, one you get the backstory with the girl, but then you get the fight with One him. monologue, yep. Okay, and then he's fighting on a car that's falling apart in the end, and then he gets a Lucas Black scene. That's about it, though. It's not that much. So what does he do in five? We'll get he's to in, Tokyo. like, most of the movie. He's part of the heist crew. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. No, he's not. Is he? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I thought that he was like, oh, we'll get to Tokyo. We'll get there. He has much more to do in that movie. They got that whole scene where they're trying to get the handprint. He's talking about his smoking addiction. That's why he eats so many chips. And then he's he's in the million-dollar quarter-mile scene. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think that, you know, and here's my piece. I'll just say it. Like, Fast 9... I just think that it's a really special movie. I think it's really funny. I think the dialogue is hysterical. I love – I think that what this movie does in terms of the flashbacks and stuff for, like, setting up Dom and his brother, I think it's just – it's great. Like, I love the flashbacks. I love that this movie feels like an actual movie. It's really, really good. It doesn't have the – yeah, so Han doesn't get his, his you know, his great comeuppance in this movie. But I still think that everyone in this movie gets something to do that is cool. Everyone, everybody in this sure. movie. Sure, sure. And I love that the humor's there, the action's there. The only thing that I think is lacking is the villain. Like I think that I think that the only thing that I think is lacking in this movie is the villain and 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 the MacGuffin just being pretty egregious. Like Fast Five is that whole like there is no MacGuffin. It's there's no MacGuffin. It's just a heist movie, and yeah. so that kind of gives it points. Fast Five has also one of the most ridiculous plot points for me, which is when they are burning the money so that it could, gets consolidated into all one thing, and they're, like, taking their masks. <laughs> now I've seen your face, and you've seen mine, too. I just don't think there's a single moment of action in any of these movies that's better than Vin Diesel on The Rock fighting in Fast Five. That's literally the best fight that oh, has been in this franchise. Man. Oh. And he's literally about to brain him with a wrench, and Mia has to keep him from killing him, and he drives it into the fucking pavement. It's dope. It is dope. But I do love the whole 
you know, we gotta do this things, brothers. We gotta be brothers. I mean, I fight. don't get me wrong. I like the, I like Jacob a lot, and I love the brother stuff. I think the flashbacks really enhance that relationship for me because they don't get a whole lot of time to interact compared to the younger actors. But for me, Dom's brother is Brian, and the best Brian Dom stuff, in my opinion, is in Fast Five when they're on the run together. They're literally driving the 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 vault together. You know, he goes back and saves him and shoots fucking what's his face, saves Dom's life, and then they both get away from Hobbs at the end. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, just like I, I said, land. I think they're both really great though. This is easily in the top four. It, it goes right up there with that trilogy. That's right yeah. in the middle of the franchise. I think that, like, I'm more nostalgic for the original Fast and the Furious movie. I think that movie stands the test of time, but there's no way that this movie is worse than that. So I think that anywhere in the top three is a totally fine place for this to land, or totally in the top four, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, if if this wants to, if you want to make this your concession where you think that Fast Five, Six, and Seven are better than this, like, I'm I do, totally fine I really do. I think, I think, as fun as this movie is, I do think we think it's that fun. Because we watched two movies without Paul Walker. And we're just like, oh, it's nice to have like everybody together again. But watching those four those three in a row, there's dude, it's just the best. It's like one of the best marathons you can do. Like I watched all three of those in like a weekend. It's great. Yeah, I mean five, six, and seven are excellent and they are great movies. Uh, it is awesome. I, I I I will stand by that. I think that Fast Nine. If I were making this list, I would I would put Fast. It would go Fast Six, then Nine, then Seven, then Five, then. The so rest. this is your second favorite movie. I think so. Yeah. Really. Yep. Hmm. I just love the how outrageous this movie gets. I love the action. I love the character dynamics. I think that. It makes me laugh from my belly almost mm -hmm. consistently. Like literally there's not a point in this movie that I'm not laughing. Mm. So I really like this movie, but I think that given our rankings currently, I think that if you want to give it the number four spot, put it right below the OG, the not the OG trilogy, but the. Uh, the I don't even know what we call it, the golden trilogy. <laughs> the gold standard yeah. the gold standard yeah like i'm totally fine with putting it there i just i would personally think i would notch it a bit above fast five how much which is like a like a little bit or like i would put it given this ranking right here i would say this is better than fast five but not as good as six or seven i wouldn't put this above six in any way i still think that six is the best movie this franchise has hmm yeah, you like you like that Luke uh, Luke Evans Kool Aid. I like Luke Evans. I like I like the the Shaw brothers. I like fucking Rita. You like the am, you love a good thing. girl with amnesia. Yeah, sure. Love Letty. Yeah, the the like everyone has their evil twins. I think it's great. Mm hmm. Still stand by it. I think six is, six is, to me is All the right. best movie in the franchise. I'll put it at three, but I disagree. No, I was saying put the I I was saying put, put it we put four. seven up here because of me because I think seven is better than six. But we put but we put six above five because you said that you like that. Yeah, so I'm due for a concession, and then uh, when I think Fast X is the best, we're gonna put that at the top. <laughs> <laughs> number one. All right, so our new ranking is Furious Seven, Fast and Furious Six, F Nine, the Fast Saga, Fast Five. 
la-di-da-di-da from there. So I can't say fast. <laughs> La-di-da-di-da. I can't say fast that many more times. This is so many. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, here's the thing. Do you still stand by the fact, like, are you okay still that we put, like, emotionally, that we put, um, like, what, the bottom four, Fate of the Furious, Fast, Hobbs and Shaw, Fast and Furious, Too Fast and Furious. Yeah, I don't think those are going to change. Looking unless, back on it, I might raise Fast, fast Ampersand trip. up a little bit. No, I, I really don't think that movie's as good. I think we had a lot of fun talking about it, but I don't think it's fun. It's like as fun as these movies. That's a good point. Yeah. It's like really, it's taking itself really seriously. <laughs> yeah. New parts, same model. New parts, same model. Yeah, I think I think Fate and Hobbs and Shaw have moments of it being a little bit more in the vein of five, six, and seven that we particularly enjoy. So, but yeah, cool, cool. Well, I'm looking forward to getting to see Fast X or Fast Ten, if you prefer, with you, so we can slot that bad boy in wherever Fuck it yeah, may dude. fall. Absolutely. But, that's our current rankings right now. So we did it. We officially made it through everything that has been released thus far. We we anxiously await uh, the release of, of the next installment that we can hopefully see together. Zach. Hell yeah. How you feeling? Good. How are you? Good. You want to you wanna do this draft or you want to save it? It's up to you. It's 1140. Do we want to like end this pod and do like this is the F9 review, and then we'll do like a mini-sode for the thing. Do you want to do it now? How I don't do think it would take that long. I think it's either we tack it on at the – it's either we do it now and include it as like a little preview, which I think would be fine. I think that actually be kind of fun as like a little hype thing to tack on with a time code or something like that. Okay. Um, As opposed to – you know, putting it into a mini-sode. I say it's either got to be at the end of this or at the end of 10. So it just depends on what you want to do. So if we do it at the end of this episode, this episode is three hours and 20 minutes long. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what happened? longer than the movie <laughs> yeah it was okay well then we can just conclude it on something else then so that it makes sense time wise i mean if you want to record it now we can and then we can just record it like put it out um i don't know either so no, let's or just let's just wait until 10's over so that we can get momoa in the draft board we already know how it's gonna work so we'll just include that and then it should be fine okay Whatever you want, what whatever you want, Daddy. That's the pod, everybody. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Check us out at radiovania.com. Thanks for listening to the behind the scenes. Uh, send any comments about the length of these episodes to radio radiovania show at gmail.com. And we won't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Radiovision or radiovania show on Instagram, radiovania on Twitter. He's at Zach Rotello. I'm at Najatha Parker. Check us out if you want to follow any of our fun shit. Zach, I will see you this weekend to go see Fast X together. We're going to hold hands and cry our way through it. It's going to be awesome. Yes, can't wait to see uh, Can't wait to see all of our favorites come back. And uh, should, I can't wait to complain about Brie. Yeah, we should. 
No, it's not gonna be that bad. Um, and I, uh, you know, I can't wait to complain about Brie Larson for you know forever. Yeah, we'll see. Do we have? Uh, so here's what we can do in in a post of the draft. Do you have any last minute predictions for ten? Um. I don't know. I don't really I don't really have a read on how Momoa factors into it. You know what I mean? Like I think like the only bold prediction I would have would be like the return of another character. I don't really I don't think you can predict plot with these things unless it's as basic as like what you said where it's like time travel or something like that. But um it would be cool to see Eva Mendez in it. I think maybe she comes back. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm saying I'm saying time travel. I'm just putting it out there because I hope it happens. I think it would be hilarious. I think um I stand I, I like the what we were saying earlier. I bet that Brie Larson is an O'Connor. Um, I think that would be. God, that just sucks. I know that you've announced her character name. I won't tell you if you're right. Yeah, or wrong. don't tell me. Don't tell me. Um, I just want to know. I need to know. Uh, I'm gonna say it's set up to be like they want to do Fast Ten Part One and Part Two. So I bet the cliffhanger is that the cliffhanger is gonna be like a major death or something. Oh, you I think? Huh. Either a major death or if they go sci-fi with it and it's like time travel, I bet it's like, imagine Dom goes through the time portal at the end of this movie and shows up in, in like fucking in Barstow, baby, or whatever. And he's like, Roman's got like the little fucking thing on his ankle. Like the, what are you seeing? Are you, are you? They don't have a last name for her character. On, What's her uh... What's the name they have for her? Tess. Tess Toretto. Tess O'Connor. Tess O'Connor. Tess O'Connor sounds like a like a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> it does. You, you know who is listed in the cast of this movie though? Who? Cardi B. <sighs> so that's fun. Fun shit. Offset. But yeah, no, I'm very, very excited. I think Fast 10 is going to be a fun time. I can't wait. I can't. I'm staying away from social media the rest of this week, yeah. though. Like, I, I, I'll be on it because I have to because I'm addicted. But uh, yeah. I'm going to try. Anytime I see the word fast, scroll right by. Sure. I think if they're going to kill anybody, they've already fake killed Han and Letty. So it can't be either of those people. I think it'd be something... And you can't kill Mia because Paul Walker can't act in the movies anymore. So, Mr. Nobody, I think he's toast. Wow. Yeah, I think he gets fried by Thanos. I think they're going to weave it in together with the Avengers. <laughs> Josh Brolin shows up. <laughs> you couldn't live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? <laughs> Back to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Predicting deaths are hard, but yeah. Yeah, with I, these I, movies in particular, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I genuinely don't think they, they'll kill anybody. Honestly. Well, the last, for a while, we were on a hot streak of like big deaths. Like the last one was Mia, or not Mia, fucking Giselle. And that was fucking heartbreaking. But that was forever uh, ago. That was 10 years ago. 
Fast and Furious 6 was 2013. So. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's been out for a while. Making DC. Exactly. All right. Well, Zach, thanks for uh, thanks for driving down this road with me. Uh, beep, beep. Everybody, thank you for listening on this over-year-long journey that we embarked on. We're excited to to continue it with 10, and then eventually, obviously, we'll dive back in, you know, probably a year or two down the road whenever 11 comes out. Um, writer's strike pending. We'll see what happens <laughs> there. But, yeah. Zach, give me, a, give me a Fast and Furious quote. Anyone you want. Anyone you want. Besides the little B. I can't say that. I already said that. Though. <laughs> I was going to say shit. That was a good one. Uh, I'm not as good at the quote B. things as you are. I'll say... Um, yeah, not so fun being in the hot seat, is it? Yeah, the hot seat's, hot seat's bad. All right. Hot, One's hot, hot. Feeling are hot, hot, hot. Are you looking up quotes? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. You're crazy. Look me in the eyes. You're absolutely crazy. You don't think that I'm looking that up right now? That sucks. Uh, how about some birds can't be caged? Nice. Good one. Excellent. When, when, where is that from? No fucking idea. Uh, is that Cypher? How about, oh, you're not the Luke, you're not the Han Solo in this story. You're the, you're the, or what is it? Fuck. You're Yoda. You're Yoda. <laughs> I'm just going to put us out of our misery on this one. Have a good one, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs>